This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boldsworth on Fubar Radio. I'm actually dressed as Santa. Okay. Okay. to the show we're off through a conversation in real life that we're having to um abort in order to bring you this radio show so i hope you're very grateful for that it's getting pretty fun as well it's getting quite um, i think we're both a little bit angry about the conversation that we were in the middle of having so we need to sort of get over that as soon as possible with that okay all right show at 2.30 we have Levi Roots in the studio. Um, here's what it says. Trying to get the first reggae Christmas number one with his song Reggae Reggae Christmas Song. Yep. <laughs> I'm honestly not joking. Why do I have to say after every, t- every time I read the guests? Why do I have to make a point of saying and I'm not even joking? That's Then, continuing our quest to get every single cast member and crew member of Bat Out of Hell the Musical on this show at some point, at 3.15 we have Andrew Pollock and Christina Bennington, who are the two, um, the two younger leads in Bat Out of Hell the Musical, they're going to be on the phone, um, talking about it coming back to London. But have Next we not, year. Have we not spoke about Bat Out of Hell? Like, have we not done everything now? I don't know anything now? about it. What do you mean? I don't know, we need to talk about it. I don't know anything about this musical. <laughs> Then at 3.30, three guests, it's a, well, a four-guest show, isn't four it? Guests. Levi Roots, Andrew Pollock, Christina Bennington and Jennifer Kirby will be in the studio talking about her new role in Call the Midwife. Not even joking. Call the Midwife, not even joking. Well, that sounds like a credible guest. On Fubar Radio. Hi there. Welcome to the radio show that's starting now. It's started. Um, so take me through these guests now. Uh, Levi Roots. Yeah, reggae, reggae sauce. Now, he's, now, was his origin in The uh, Apprentice? Uh, the Dragon, or, no, Dragon's Dad meant Dragon's Dad. Yeah. Yeah. Is that where he was first heard of? That's where he had his hot sauce. His hot sauce. And does he still do his hot sauce? There's some hot, yeah, it's in supermarkets. I've seen it in supermarkets, yeah, yeah. but I don't know if I've seen oh. it recently. So that's still an ongoing thing. It's still thing. a thing, yeah. That's right. So why... Um, is it right? Did he sing in Dragon's Den? Is that is that right? I, I'm sure that Ed used to sing it. I'm sure it tastes I, so good, reggae, I, reggae I, sauce. I'm yeah, sure probably. It, I've never seen Dragon's Den. I'm sure Ed used to... It's fucking boiling in here, by the way. Can we turn that heating down? Um, oh, Yeah. I brought, a, I brought. I thought this might happen, so I brought a blanket in today. It's really hot in there. Because you like it cold. Um, well, I, I'm sure that Ed used to sing that loads. Whenever Levi Roots was mentioned, I'm sure he used to always reggae, go, reggae. Tastes so good, reggae, reggae. Yeah, it's reggae, reggae. That, but that's the only place I've heard it, is from Ed. Well. Um, so, why is he, if his hot sauce business is doing all right, but why is he doing, why is he making a Christmas song? Passion project. A passion project. Yes. I would question his motives with all this. There's never been a reggae Christmas number one. I don't think it's. I don't think this has ever had anything to do with hot sauce. I think the hot sauce has been a red herring. I think 
Ears always just wanted to be a pop star. I, yeah, probably. But not the right, but, but the hot sauce. Got to make money first. Hot sauce irrelevant is no irrelevant one, to yeah, it. Yeah, but then no one's going to sign him if he wasn't reggae, reggae, Levi Roots, hot sauce man. Right. No one's just going to sign him up for the reggae. Is he a nice man? Song. I haven't met him, so I hope so. Do you think he yeah. seems like I think a so. nice man? Do you think he'll bring us any hot sauce? I'll be all right without it. I've got too much to carry at the moment. Let me just have a little listen to this. And I'll... It's Christmas time, and we're feeling fine. Christmas. Right, so that's there's a bit, there's yeah. a little tease of it. For later. It's Christmas time and we're feeling fine. Already catchy. Yeah, okay, that's a good start. I, did, I presume he writes these as well. Uh, well, that's another question. Put that down, another question to ask. Right. Do you write, did you write your song? I'd argue that's not a Randy Newman. <laughs> that is, well, that we is... didn't get to the, the hook. Okay. The so main let's, let's, let's listen to a bit more of it. By the way, I don't want to be slagging off a guest before they even no. start in the studio. I'm sure he's going to be lovely. He's going to be and lovely. I bet you anything that at the end of it I go, oh, I felt a bit bad for a second. You'd the piss be on iTunes on. downloading the single. I definitely won't be doing that. But it'd be Juice uh, Sarpong. Yeah, exactly. Again, you weren't sure about, you weren't sure about I that. I think I just said Juice Sarpong. Juice Sarpong. <laughs> that's not all right, is June it? June Sarpong. That's June. not all right at all. It's not, that's not even the right racist thing to say. Mm, well, you, I if, if I'm going to say anything racist, that's, that's the wrong no, racist thing to say. What I should actually no, say. No, right. is June Sarpong. Yeah, so let's just hear a little bit more of the reggae, reggae Christmas song. So we'll be hearing it in full later. What's it called? Do you think, do you yeah, think, think we will? So. Do you reckon? We will, yeah. Do you reckon we will? Slipped it on that. Um, I've already got one song that you're going to find unbearable on this show today. I haven't listened to it yet because okay, I feared this might hold be on. the case. It's that siren again. It's Christmas time. And we're feeling fine. And we're feeling fine. We have the mistletoe, the turkey, and we got the wine. We've got the mistletoe, the turkey, and the wine. We're gonna have a reggae, reggae Christmas and lots of fun. We're gonna have a reggae, reggae Christmas and lots of fun. Christmas sounds brilliant. His house. You picked up on a good thing there, by the way. Mm-hmm. He said they've got um, mistletoe and turkey and wine. It's like no mention hot sauce. Like I say, this has got nothing to do with hot sauce. Hot sauce is there. I think this, to me, I'm not saying that the public should feel this, but yeah. but for me, this would make me suspicious of the hot sauce. This would make me go. Do you know what? I don't think there's actually care going into that hot sauce. I don't think he's hand making every bottle. Right. But doesn't he like? Does he not like? Sprinkling. I was going to say design it in the first place. Does, doesn't he just, invent yeah. the recipe? It'd be in a factory made somewhere, wouldn't it? The hot sauce. But do you not think that this this rampant obsession with being in the charts would imply oh. to you that he's he's took his eye off the ball with the hot sauce and. Who knows what's in it? There could be like chemicals in it or something I don't think like acid. Is. I think maybe he's taken one eye off the ball. He for could make December. some tomato sauce and go. Do you know acid. what? This is meant to be hot sauce, and then like basically pour a battery into it. I don't think he's done that. I think maybe. <laughs> might, you didn't see what I mean? Yeah, I think maybe he's just taken half the ball for December, right. and then come January he's back on when it's a. Uh, it's a good point. It's a good uh, point, Joe. Joe Robert Walrus has just said, wasn't Boney M's a reggae song? Oh, wasn't, what was that one? Uh, rivers? No, it wasn't Rivers of Babylon. What was it? <laughs> By uh, the Rivers of Babylon. It yeah. might have been that. What was the Christmas song called? Oh, Mary's Boy Child. That was it. Um, was that Christmas that's number one, reggae? though? Can we find out if that was Christmas I number one? I don't know if Boney M was strictly, were they more disco than reggae? Do you know what? I want to treat this interview with Levi Rhodes, right? Like, as if I'm interviewing, like, a Tory politician. Like, <laughs> I want to really, like, like, properly go after him. <laughs> And say I put it to you, this was not the yeah. first reggae. I want to, I want to go after Levi Roots in the same way that I go after Barry Dodds in the in the Parapod. I want to just, I want to really dismantle him. But what if he brought in hot sauce and he threw it at you? You don't have hot sauce in your face. Well, 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 well that'd be all right. I mean, everything in there's being filmed, so I'll just take him to court. Then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. 
I don't know if um, it was yeah, reggae. Ma- Mary's boy child mm. reaching number one in the singles chart. Would it have been reggae? Is that? it Boney M or a disco group? How does though? it go? How does it go? Mm, they might have it on the system. Yeah, Joe, yeah. are you just saying that it's reggae because it's a black person yeah. singing it? Is that I what you're saying? Not, not all black singers are reggae, Joe. I don't think Boney M are considered to be a reggae band. How does it go, though? I wish we had those instruments because you could play it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that would be reggae. I don't think it is reggae. And I'm pretty sure Levi doesn't think it is. I think what is. Robot Walrus has just decided is because it's, cause it's a, black, a yeah, black bandit. exactly. And it's reggae. Do you think if someone out... <laughs> Wikipedia says that... Oh, come on, hope, come on. Don't, don't leave us hanging what here. What does it say? It says that it's disco, Euro disco, R and B and reggae. Oh yeah, okay. But yeah, well, Wiki- but Wikipedia isn't. Ish. Let's be honest. Not the, yeah. Wikipedia isn't the font of all actual knowledge. It's but, mostly bollocks, isn't but it? Levi Roots isn't saying I'm trying to get the first disco, Euro disco, R and B and reggae song strictly reggae. That also what just came up on our string on, on our screen said that um, Boney M are working within the genre of that. That doesn't mean that that song exactly. is reggae. So that's incorrect, Joe Robert Boris. It's a good oh, debate to have, though, isn't it? Can yeah, you tweet so. tweet to us at Food Bar Radio and let us know whether you believe that what Mary's Boy Child by Boney M was... Yeah, I'm, do do, I'm doing it. Do I'm, I'm doing it now. Yeah, do a poll. <laughs> yeah. No, he can, he can put whether a Twitter you, poll oh, out. Yeah, you can do it if you want, but then, you know, a bit of sort of normal interaction would be nice as yeah, well. Yeah, can, well, So vote. tweet to us and let us know. But we can't just keep reading out a vote, can we? If they actually no, say true, something, like, we can read that out. It kills true. a bit of time, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, could you let us know if you believe that Mary's Boy Child is a reggae song or whether it is just... Um, Euro disco. What would you say? Other, other, other black? No, I don't say other black. How would you say it? Well, are there any other artists? <laughs> this I'm is because other people have been Was racist and I'm not doing it as a joke. Was another day a reggae song? No, but let, maybe Joe thinks that is as well. But there weren't any black people in his song too. Well, that's okay. what Robot Walrus would be reggae, thinking. Reggae could not necessarily be played by black people. I yeah. remember that cu- terrible cover version by Big Mountain. Ooh, baby, I love you. That was reggae. <laughs> Big and Mountain. That was quite, yeah. Is that what they were called? Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and that was reggae. And also, there was that reggae bloke used to work here, wasn't there? Ewan, when he used to sit in there, <laughs> he used to sit in the other room, he had like, all them big dreadlocks dreads. in there. He used to wear dreads, a bandana, and a baseball cap. Yeah. He didn't wear dreads, they were attached to his head. I liked but, Ewan. Yeah, I liked him too. Like, I really do. And I, I'd yeah. sort of hear from. Do you know what? I think Ewan, actually, if memory serves, has gone on my Patreon. You know, I'm doing you this Patreon thing. Asked. I think Ewan's gone on that. Ewan McAlee, isn't it? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked him. He was a nice bloke. Oh, Joe. According to that, we've had this, Joe. He's saying according to their wiki article. No, they're not, Joe. They're no, no, no. Disco. That, no, what, Euro no. Disco. Hang on. Right, Robert Walrus has just replied to us saying according to their wiki article, they are known for their reggae music. Right, and okay, I, I accept fine. that. Right, that's fine. But that song. I accept isn't that. We are saying, is that song reggae though? The, the specific song we're talking about, the Christmas number one, is that a reggae song? I don't think it is. Just because they're known for it. Thank you, Rosie. I agree with Rosie. Surely it's some, time, some kind of Christian <laughs> chant. She's, Rosie's right. But what Rosie's also doing there um, on Twitter is she's saying that a reggae song can't also be uh-huh. a Christian chant, which of course it can. Can be both. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to need to hear a bit of Mary's board child in a bit. Have we got it? Probably is on the system. It's all getting very complicated, this argument, isn't it? But yeah. this is what I want. This is a sort of hard-hitting debate. debate that I think has been lacking on this show. Okay. I think... The audience interaction has been lacking, and that's my fault. I mm-hmm. can't remember the last time I said the phone number of the station. I can't remember the it's last on, time. It's I... on your screen. No, I know. I, I know it. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> I yeah. do know it, but I can't remember the last time I, as presenter, pushed for the audience to get in touch. So today, I am pushing. Today, on a day when we've got more guests than we actually need in the first place. Yeah. Um, quick, I am. Quick, I, wait. I am pushing you to either call in oh three three oh two two three oh two hundred, or to tweet us at Fubar Radio to let us know. 
what argument there is about Mary's boy child being either a reggae Christmas number one or a and other yeah. Christmas number one. A couple of people saying now it's Calypso. Rebecca, yeah, Rebecca Jim Rimmer, Taylor, said Calypso, Calypso. Jim Taylor said so it's Calypso. I think it's I not think, reggae. Uh, well, I think that's what I would lean towards. Calypso. That's what too. I would lean towards. I would too. But um, I couldn't remember the name Calypso earlier on when no, I was searching for it in my head. I thought Calypso. I was thinking of the lolly. That would have done. If you'd have said that, oh. I'd have gone, do you mean Calypso? Because oh, that would have reminded me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I instead chose to say it was other black music, which I think is much but better. Again, <laughs> it's Calypso much better, isn't it? <laughs> and reggae does not have to be performed by <clears throat> black artists. There's another argument. Do you think that Calypso music and or reggae music has to be performed by black artists? No, it does it have to be? No, but there's an argument. Just argue. put it out there, put it out there. Uh, or, and rap. That's another one. Well, uh, Eminem would disagree with Hip-hop. that. Hip-hop. It Boys. may disagree with it, but other people so... might. Yeah, I'm not saying that other people don't do it. I'm saying, but to be credible and to actually be, is it wrong for a white artist to be a rap artist? Genuine question. Obviously not. But let's see what no, people... That, no, that's, people... that's... You're saying obviously not from your privileged white position. It's not oh, for you okay. to say. You're not the originator I of this see. music, so it's oh, not for fine. you to actually say that. But you've had this discussion with Tiny Temper, with Sarah Love. They've yeah, all but I you. want to have this discussion with someone I might beat in an argument. Oh, right, okay, fine. Well, say I hello. couldn't beat Tiny Temper. He thinks about it all the time, probably. Jay Barker says, hell yeah, out of hospital, get to keep my shoelaces. Don't know what that means. And now listening to Ian Boldsworth <laughs> on Fubo Radio. Good times. Well done, Jay. I'm glad keep... that you're all right, man. And um, I hope you feel better. And I'm glad you got your shoelaces back. Just don't abuse that privilege. Um, right. Keep this debate going. Yeah. I'm genuinely interested in it. Okay. In, well, I'm mainly interested in killing some time with this debate. Okay. Well, that's, that's the first guess. But we can anyway. have a debate about some else if you want. Yeah, if you well, want if, do you know what? If you want to just call in 0330-223-0200. The reason I'm thinking about this the most at the moment hmm. is because, do you remember ages ago, um, when there was another presenter on this station who was arguing that the phones were broken. Oh, yeah. Long, long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Because they weren't getting any callers on their show. Yeah, Literally yeah. no callers on their show. And sometimes we had to, like, test it ourselves and they, yeah. they would ring multiple lines. But yeah. Well, it's, this isn't actually about that. But, yeah. yeah. Do, you remember, do you remember that when that happened? A while ago, yeah. And then do you remember that Ed and I came in? Do you remember that that, that, oh, yeah, that had... presenter said that they wanted a new phone number installed at the station. Which we did Which we did, which you did do. Bit, and yeah. then do you remember when the week after that, myself and Ed came on and gave out the old phone number, the one that was supposedly broken, oh, no, it's, well, and we, yeah. we had a day of calls. No, no, it, that wasn't, the bro- it wasn't that it was broken, it was that this phone number, to be fair, which is correct, the 03301, <laughs> yeah. does, is only for UK calls. So what yeah, we yeah, needed yeah. was another number mm. that could, so it could go lots of calls from outside the UK. Yeah, yeah, but do you remember when the other number didn't... Broke. No, but he was arguing that this number just didn't work. Now, do, oh, yeah, do you remember yeah. um, when they got the new number and then there were no calls from outside the UK either? Do you remember that? I do, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Um, well, I've just been writing about it. Have you? Yeah, I've just been, I've been writing an article about it. That's one of the things I've been talking about. I've been talking about FUBAR generally because I'm coming to do FUBAR. Yes. So I've been going back over the history of my time with FUBAR. What have you said about me? I've said, good. I've got, an, an, well, I should tell you this. I've got, well, you'd know if you, Rom- oh, yeah. you could get it for 75p a I month now. I will do now. that, I will do that. And I can't unlock I it. For a nice Christmas present. Even I'm Barry's do doing it. I'm going to do it. I'll sign up in the break. No, I'm not asking you, to, I'm not saying you should do it. If it was up to me, I would unlock it so you could just read it anyway. But there's no way of doing that. That's can all it is. Okay. I could send you the articles on an email. Maybe someone who's read it can tweet in more interesting interaction is what i'm thinking yeah but let's try and keep yeah. the, let's try and keep it's the parameters topic, all separate hot topics, hot topics. um um so i've got a, a running joke where i can't remember your name 
in any of the any any what of the articles that I write. Today I think I refer to you as Alan, <laughs> <laughs> but I always say Alan, and then brackets like is, is that is that right? It's something like that. Oh well, I might have so that's, something. That's the running um, joke. Because I am going out tomorrow night with someone who used to work on this show. But on this show, yeah. Who? Not Jacob. Yes. Are you? He messaged me. Are you? Because he's moved to London. It's very close to here now. Too, way too close for my liking. And I don't want to fall out with him because I Why? don't want him to bite me or or do anything that's scary. This is, do you know what? This is a long term issue with you. Is that you don't see falling out as an option, no, and it absolutely I is now. Fall out with him; he's too terrifying. No, to be listen to me. With. Falling out with someone is an option. I know. I hear what you're saying. It saves you sometimes. Well, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming here actually tomorrow to see me and take take me and Abby out on the tomorrow. Town. Yeah, no problem with so that. You're at the building. <laughs> yeah, don't no worry. problem with that. Definitely not today. No, no, not today. Hundred percent not today. Fine. Don't no, worry. Do you know what? No issue with that whatsoever. Good luck. Get your well, garlic. Make sure that you're safe. Might be the safe. last time I see you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't remember what I said. Oh, yeah, so I've been right. I was writing about yeah, my history of people. Um, yeah. So there's some bits in it where I'm like a bit scathing, and there's some bits of it where I'm taking responsibility for my own actions, and there's some mm. bits, it's a very honest thing, very honest okay. appraisal to where we are today. I think it's actually quite nice. Okay, well, I'll. We'll... Do you want to vet it? Do you want to mm-hmm. read it first? Yeah, I wouldn't mind, yeah. There's nothing that's not true. Well, but, and there's but I'm nothing... not called Alan, that's not true. I do say, Alan, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that you're definitely called Alan. Um, no, it's on on the. I'm honestly not plugging my Patreon in this. I'm just explaining to it's you. Okay, if you are though. Um, I'm, it's a sort of a, it's kind of like a secret blog. It's not a blog because it's there's all there's podcasts and things on right. it as well and unused material from things and stuff that I've written in the past and that I'm just putting out there because otherwise it's just on a hard drive somewhere. It's got no point yeah. in even being there. Um, because it, it, it's secret, I'm mm. being extra honest on it. Okay. And I think I'm being quite considered. I'm actually finding it possibly slightly therapeutic. Oh, okay. Just, oh. like, sort of getting things out that I've always sort of kept internally. Yeah. So I'm saying them in, in a in a very considered way. Okay. And I'm taking responsibility. For example, I, I wrote about recently the time when we were... Um, where were we? <clears throat> I was going to say the place. When we were doing the show up near where I live... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So I wrote about that and said, but the issue there was me being a prick. The issue at that point was that I just wasn't happy. And I was like, I kept saying, I'll just leave, I'll just leave. Yes. And because I, cause I felt that, because mm. I felt like I could just leave at any point, I just wasn't asked. So it wasn't so I much. I travelled a long way to see you. No, no, you did, but you got paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Yeah. I got um, like a day out of the office. But it was it, nice, yeah, so. there was a lot of pluses for you. Yeah. But that's what I mean. So when I'm writing about it, I'm, I'm saying things like that as well, saying, no, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't. I can't wait to read this. You might not like it. I'm not oh, finished it yet because I'm, I'm writing it as the day goes on. Oh my! Are you going to write it whilst you're in here? Should I write a bit now? Like? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Okay. Jane, I did, wrote some oh, of the train, changed trains, wrote oh a bit more God. the next train, wrote a bit in the Starbucks down at Cali Road. Can you write wrote a bit outside? My hair looks nice. You want me to say Alan's hair looks nice <laughs> yeah, today? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm playing this song because I one because I really like it and two because I promised the singer I'd play it. It's only two minutes, but I fucking love this. Abby, you listening? That was the Pound Shop Boys with Come to My Party from their Christmas EP. I think it's called Festively, I think it's called. It's on Bandcamp at the moment, you can get it. I honestly love Pound Shop Boys. I know you do. Like, I really do. I know. But I can see, I can see 
why that would get on your tits. <laughs> like, I really, really can. Mm. Who covers, who goes, who covers a song and goes, let's choose a lesser-known Orville and Keith Harris hit didn't to you, cover? I didn't know it was that. That's what it was. Right. So if I said Orville and Keith Harris, you'd say, I wish oh. could fly. Yeah, right? talking about That's them. That's the famous one. What about them? Because oh, I've just been re-watching. I was actually going to text you, and I thought, no, leave this one. <laughs> I was re-watching the Louis Theroux stuff that was on Netflix. You've not texted me back all weekend, by the way. I know. I did, no, I did, on the last well, one. I said I wasn't... Who did the last text? I'm looking you, for him. You did. Yeah, okay. Um, but I, so I was watching the Louis Theroux, and I watched the Keith Harris one. Yes. And I really liked it, but I tell you, yes. what, I tell you what I do... And it's not on Netflix, the, um, the, the Clifford and Savile ones. I've got the Savile one. I'd like to see it. Could you Put make it on a DVD? Copy? Yeah, so I'm curious to watch the Clifford one as well. I don't know how to copy from a DVD. I don't, I, I'm not, I can't do Bring ripping and things like that. Alex. I don't... Alex, no one um, knows how to do is that. Is it not on YouTube or anything? I, prob- I didn't look that The far Clifford one definitely is. It is on YouTube. But I think the Clifford one on YouTube is one of those things, you know when someone like speeds it up in places so it avoids copyright? Uh, I think that's what they do. They okay. put something on, they don't put the full screen on. Right. I'm pretty sure the Max Clifford one's on there. Well, I really liked Keith Harris in his one. I thought, what a nice man. Um, I, my friend Phil, who is the singer of the Pound Shop Boys, yeah. um, but I don't know if that's a secret. I mean, he's, he's just there. He's on the video. I think he's in the fo- I think you can tell him in the photos, can't you? Yeah, but I don't think people realise who, who he, he is. Who he is, right, OK. Well, we won't it, say and, who and, he is. But I think it's sort of... I think it's obvious. It's freezing in here now. Well, I didn't, say put the, I didn't say put it on full blast on cold. I just said turn the heat off. Got a blanket, so it's OK. Right. Um, right, Phil yeah. is... Today... I've just missed Phil at Euston. We just both got in at the same time, and he was like five minutes before me. He didn't even bother waiting, because he's in a rush. Right. So he's going to the Albert Hall today to work Miss Piggy. Um, basically, and yeah. I'm livid about it. And this Why? week he's interviewing Jack Black as he well. Is? Yep. As Piggy? No, as, um, as someone else. He's interviewing... He told me the other person, i never heard of them. But I was like... So I messaged back going, Do you not, would I not be invited to these things? I'm a big fan of Jack Black, yeah, and obviously, yeah. I would, obviously I would like to see Miss Piggy in her current incarnation, but I still would be interested. And he went, oh, invitations must be lost in the post or something. But I'm like, if I wasn't doing this today, I yeah. would be going, no, you take me to the Albert Hall yeah, <laughs> with yeah. you today. Of if you're um, assisting on Miss Piggy, I want to be involved in that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's a puppeteer, and, uh, and he's doing... Uh, that music stuff, the Pound Shop Boy stuff yeah. as well, which I think he's like, like got quite a big commitment towards. I think he really enjoys doing it. No, you can tell. Um, so it's hard to sort of keep him secret. But what was I even talking about? Why did I bring up Phil? Keith Harris. Yes. Phil, the song. So Phil owns um, Orville. <gasps> he's got Orville. Well, what? Oh, yeah, Keith Harris. Uh, one, of the, one of the Orvilles. He did die, didn't he? He Keith did Harris, die, yes. Yeah. Not, yeah. No, he didn't go around Keith Harris's house and just burgle him. And now, <laughs> and the reason you've not heard from Keith Harris recently yeah. is because he hasn't got an Orville anymore. Well, no one wants cuddles, do they? Um, he would love cuddles, Does I reckon. He? What's cuddles up to? I don't know, mate. I've oh, got I've, no idea. Um, before I forget, um, during the song... This is how we get distracted. We need to bring in Trolls. Yeah, we'll do that. In turn, I nearly said the wrong thing. Because he had some like breaking Calypso news That's for true. us. That's true. We'll, we'll come like, to that in just a second. Don't want to hear that now. Um, I think Keith Harris yeah. um, appeared to be a absolutely lovely man. Mm, like, I did. really do. Really and did, yeah. I'm aware that at times during his life he had demons. I think he was a drinker at times in his life. Um, there were lots of... Uh, stories about some confirmed by him himself about him being a little bit uh, of a terror. Yeah, well, just not quite, yeah. um, not quite stable at certain points. Uh, yeah, because what w- he had this recurring thing during the show where he's like, "Why can't I get on TV anymore?" Because it's all about chefs, and he it yeah. wasn't bitter exactly, but he was like, "I'd love to be doing more on TV now, but it's all about 
chefs and but there's a, isn't there an interesting point with that though it's like uh, whereas you, you just sort of go I'll get over it or you've had your time or whatever but at, at the same by the same token if you've been on television that amount and we talk about people nowadays like you know when they put certain comics on shows and stuff you know you'll see Ramesh will be on everything mm. you know, do you know what I mean everything mm. and people go well, why is it always the same people all the time and all that? but even by that standard yeah. that's nowhere near the ubiquitousness of, of, of people in like the 70s and 80s yeah, yeah, that yeah. they were literally on prime time and millions and millions of viewers yeah, because they didn't yeah. have as many channels yeah. of course yeah, yeah. so if you go from that to doing a regional theatre in but, but then see that your your place on television has in your eyes been replaced with mm. a cook yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah. never as straightforward as that. But yeah. if that's how you see it, then you'd struggle to not go... If, if I was sat from here tomorrow, mm. and then you announced next week that the new presenter of this... It's Orville. Well, yeah, or, or the bloke from the coffee shop. Oh, do, right, do you know yeah. what I mean? You'd be yeah. sort of like, are you, sh- like, shitting me? <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that, I that, would, that would yeah, sort, that sort that of start getting to you. Enough, yeah. So I sort of understand it. I do also think there's an element of... Like Bobby Ball, for example, would mm-hmm. certainly uh, he would have the same issue with what's on now. He, w- he would go, well, you know, I don't like that it's chefs and all that sort of thing. Mm. But he's very philosophical about it and, and does go, we had our time and we had more than anyone has yeah. any right to expect. We can carry on working now. We had that brilliant time that brought lots of troubles as well, but he's, he compartmentalises that as that time. Well, that's good that he can, but you can see why if you're on prime time Saturday night, as you were back in the 80s or yeah. 70s, and millions of everyone knows who you are, suddenly you can't get on any channels yeah, at any yeah. point, apart from when they're kind of booked on these sort of gimmicky things as a bit of a joke, cause, which can be seen. But, that's hard, but, isn't but, it? Yeah, it, it, it is, but I think the trick is that if you have it in you to do it and you actually mm. want to do it, is like Bobby, is go, all right, well, we're not going to get Cannon and Ball back on telly unless mm. we do I'm a Celebrity or something, which they did do. Oh. Um, so we'll do, you know, we, we'll do that to, as a bit of presence, but we'll just carry on touring the theatres and stuff. I'm going to do a bit of acting now, if they'll have me. So he did not go now. You know, he's in the, what's the Sky oh, thing? Yeah. Um, um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, because I watched Mount Pleasant. Really Mount good. Pleasant. Really good, yeah. So you, so you go, okay, I'll be that now for a bit. Yeah. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that in tandem with my comedy and stuff. So I think the trick is always, forever has been and forever more will be, it's to not just be able to do one thing. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's to enjoy doing the other things as well. Like, you know, all, all my comedy heroes, mm. like all of them, had more than one string to their bow. They all, none of them were just a stand-up on, you know, Les Dawson was a brilliant writer, mm. and he did, you know, he did a bit of acting towards the end of his life as well. He was moving towards that. Um, Rick Mayle, hugely varied, in, you know, in what he did. Um, they, they were rarely just people that just stood on a stage doing an act. Yeah. And outside of that, had nothing. Okay. Well, um, Levi is next door. So let, but let's get Trolls in quickly, will yeah. we? Bring him in. Because we are asking, we had a... Get a, in this room. How do I say his name? Say it again. Trolls. Trolls. Or call him T-Bag. T-Bomb. T-Bomb. Would he want to be known? Do you want to be known as that, though? He man? likes T-Bomb. T-Bomb. Because we're talking about Calypso, and um, Prancer dies tonight, says Calypso can be done by white men putting on offensive accents like in Joseph and the Technicolor <laughs> Dreamcoat. I don't think Philip Schofield was that, or Jason Donovan. No, Philip was, No, that's true, but... <laughs> That's uh, a really good point. Yeah, it wasn't always that. That I know what you're talking about. That that clip so wasn't always cast with white actors, and I've seen it. In fact, in more recent years, that it's always cast with a black, uh, black actor. Is. Oh, no, um, it's not Joseph who does the accent though, is it? It's like, oh no, naughty. So that what I'm doing is there. Joseph really? Because I don't remember any dream will do being in that in an accent apart from. No, the, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. But there is a song in there. Oh, is there? 
Yeah, there's a couple of songs in there okay. which definitely take a Calypso vibe to them. Well, to recap, because this is what they do on shows, is that we're talking about this is because um, somebody has tweeted and suggested that Boney M had a reggae Christmas number one, and I'm saying I don't think it is a reggae song. Yeah. I think it is could be Calypso. None of people are saying it's Calypso. I'm, I'm saying I can't remember the song, so I don't I really know. I found it for you, so don't worry. Okay. Um, but Trolls, uh, you Trolls is our intern. It's his final Trulls. week. Next How do week. I spell that? T R U L S. Trolls. Yeah. I would say it Nor- trolls. Norwegian, yes. Is that where it's from? Norway? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been on air, on air here with, in this show before? No. I don't think you have, have you? No. Uh, and you this is quite sweet. Quite, one day you're not wearing a black t shirt because basically you look like twins. You're always wearing right. the same thing, but you've come in a green t shirt. You look like twi- I don't look like that. You do look quite similar. <laughs> That's not what I look like now. What are you talking bit. about? You kind of look a little bit similar. Like the film twins, actually. No, how tall are you? Um, a one. 90 centimeters. Yeah, he's, he's only six one foot, foot nine. I'm like, I'm <laughs> five foot six. Um, no, but you're tall, though, eh? Yeah, I'm I think tall. Trolls looks like how I would look if my mum hadn't smoked during pregnancy. <laughs> I think that's what I would look like. I, I, that's the only exception that I'd well, make. T Bomb, as he refers to himself <coughs> on emails, okay. you've been doing some excellent research about Calypso. What have you found? Yeah, so Mary's Boy Child yep. originally yes. were written by Jester Harrison. Chester Harrison. Yeah, okay. in 1956. Okay. And it was based on a calypso rhythm. Mm. Okay. And the uh, calypso rhythm is what influenced ska and reggae. Okay. Yep. So it's not too far away. That so it's it derivative. So, yeah. it's so reggae, really, though, yeah, really. Yeah. No, but it, 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 it then influenced yeah, reggae, it influenced so it then became... Yeah. But then it's been changed over time because uh, the uh, Harry Belafonte... Harry yes. Belafonte, yep was the one who made it um, like a single yep. mm-hmm. before Boney M. Do you know what that films. one was called? I have no idea. Actually. I believe it was Deo, wasn't it? Deo? Yeah. I think it was. I'm sure that was Harry Belafonte, did Deo? I still say the trio. I'm sure that was. Yeah, it was in Beetlejuice as well, wasn't it? Famously. Oh, yes, yes. yes, Um, yes. I'm pretty sure that's Harry Belafonte. Oh, okay. You like Harry. No, it's Harry Connick Jr., you like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like Harry Connick Jr., yeah. His favourite artist, Alicia Keys, Harry Connick Jr., John Mayer. I had this discussion with him the other day. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. But um, <laughs> I was in my teens, I was a big fan of uh, yeah. Connick Jr. I, the When Harry Met Sal- uh, Sally soundtrack yeah. was played to yeah, death. Yeah. I got it on vinyl recently, that okay. soundtrack. Paid oh, a fortune nice. for it. It's white vinyl as well, it's beautiful. It's like a cream colour, it's really nice. He's a very good musician as Trolls, aren't you? No. Play some of it. You do. Play some of it. No, I've got, got loads of instruments <laughs> next door that you can have a little play on later. Play some of it. Come on, Charles. What do you play? I've seen you with a big bass. My. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like you said, I've seen you with a big face. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you coming in here with your big face. <laughs> no, like, my <laughs> original instrument is tuba. tuba. Oh, yeah. So I played in work. I played in orchestra. <laughs> I would kill to see you play a tuba. Uh, do you have one here? I would. No, I don't. Uh, where can we get a tuba where from we, today? Yeah, Kobe, <laughs> is anyone listening in Teddy? London who's got access to a yeah, tuba right now? Lend us a tuba, mate. I would. <laughs> and you're le- are you leaving? And you're leaving next week. Yeah. So this yeah. is your last day with, when with I'm you. working here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am. Go- Why did I not find that out months ago? Do we know anyone? Can anyone get us a tuba? Amazing. I mean, I mean, I'm genuinely asking that, but that's yeah. the sort of thing Barry always does on the podcast. Oh, Just ask something ridiculous. It's never happened. You don't know. There might be a tuba. Oh, mate, I would honestly, I would kill to see you play a tuba. Because here's here's why. For that would be so funny to me. Okay. Because right, you're, so you're a big guy, yeah. heavy set like I'm heavy set yeah. as well. You're a tall guy as well, so you're kind of a giant man. I mean, obviously not not standards. <laughs> you know, you're not ridiculous, but 
But you're, you know, you're kind of a John Goodman esque. Let's yeah. put it that way. Okay. Um, so I think I tell you why I think why it would be so amusing to me. I think the, the tuba is a funny instrument anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Can you make the noise of a tuba to remind me how? No, it goes. that won't work. That how won't does it work. Go? The, the reason I would like to see trolls play, play a tuba yeah. is because, one, I think tubas are funny. Yeah. And two, m- more importantly, it's very rare you see, with a tuba, the instrument dwarfed by the player. It's, it's normally the other way around. So yeah, it's normally yeah, that the yeah. tuba is massive. Yeah. So I think you would be like, you'd sort of like, you, you would suit a tuba. Yeah. In the same way that someone who was, you know, wasn't the size that we are. Would would suit a flute? Yeah, <laughs> right, that's true. Right? That's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Let's get. Have you got one at home? Yeah, but in Norway. Yeah, yeah. Like, in no, Norway, no, here in, in the UK. Oh, no, no, no. Photo. Oh. Isn't it on your Facebook? Thing? Yeah, my Let profile. Me, I can pic. find a photo. No, I need to see it in real life. <laughs> have you got a video in, anywhere of you playing the tuba? Is that real yeah, life on, now? I have one on YouTube, but it's close, isn't it? I need to see it. in oh, real life. Oh, I need life. to see it. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna have to stay over a bit longer. That's that, 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 that's get trolls holding. That's a, fucking a bit. That's a photo of you holding. I don't know why that's so funny. Fuck, show me that, again. That, that, me that again. is that is a big tuba though, because you have oh, different man. types. Oh, and I usually God. play the one that is smaller. Let me see. I'm, I'm not laughing at you, man. No, 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 please don't take no it away. Let me see. I probably won't play me phone. Holy fuck. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm seeing like stars a little bit from laughing too much. <laughs> oh, can we tweet that? But can we tweet yeah, that picture? Yeah, yeah, can no we problem. tweet out the picture of you with a shoe? Yeah, yeah. That is fucking, th- that is a man. <laughs> I know. That is a man who fucking knows what he is. That, that, that right there the player. is a man who's like, Yes, I've got a tuba. Fuck you. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that is like, that is so confident. It's very interesting that you're not wearing a black t-shirt in that as well. You're so yeah. confident you've gone for the white t-shirt because you, you, the only thing you said you, that you were is black t-shirt. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. That is amazing. Picture. Is there any more of you with instruments? I think I find things like that so empowering. Huh. Like oh. I really do. Like, I, I, do, I find that. <laughs> this, is this is you with a saxophone. Saxophone. Charles with a saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought, Can more? we put all these pictures together and make a pretend brass oh, band? Here's Charles with a guitar. Look at that. Do you know what that is? That picture with a guitar as well. That's fu- that's Vegas. That's Johnny Vegas all over. That's why Vegas is such an attractive man. Yeah. It's because it is. It's oh. it's owning who you are. There's loads of pictures of Charles with instruments. Here, another these guitar. are brilliant pictures. They're absolutely there. brilliant. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Right, we've got to get Levi okay, Richardson. Like thank you for your contribution, more. man, and thank yeah. you for helping as well on the show. I didn't Thanks know you were I'm, really, I'm sort of gutted, but I always, eventually, always you get rid of all of them, don't I? But in my defence, I didn't start the fire. That is that. That's pushing oh. it, isn't it? That is pushing it. To part two. Yes. I'm going to go part two. Um, that was Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire, etc., etc. So we're joined now by Levi Roots. Is it Levi? It is Levi. It is, yes. Yeah, okay. Levy. Yeah, Levy. Levy. Levy Roots, if you yeah, want to go be yeah. French Levy. with it. Well, do you know what? Someone recently, I don't know if this is off... off um, Tell me. No, what's the word? Off bounds. Off. What am I trying to off say? Off limits. Off limits. Yes. Yeah. 
But a friend of mine recently yeah. um, was talking to me about you. He was actually talking to me about Deborah Meaden. Yes. Um, and he said um, that your name is Keith in real life. Is that <laughs> true? He's joking. He's real punching me in the mouth. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm honestly not trying to. I'm, I swear I'm not trying to I do that. I think someone's having you on there. <laughs> yeah. Is that not true? Well, it, that, it is one of the most shamefulest part of Dragons Den. It was Theo, wasn't it? It was Theo that. I don't that, know. I didn't, I didn't oh. watch it. It was him. It was him. After I was doing so good, you know, the song okay. and everything was like, I slayed them all. They were bloody dead in the Dragons when I came in with the song. And then Theo was the guy that said, Levi Roots, is that your real name? And I'd made a plan before I got there saying, I'm not going to bloody tell him that my bloody name is Keith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, when he said that, I had to admit it, that, that it was it. And I thought everything was going to go down the bloody but down why, the pan. Why, why did that matter? Well, because, you know, I, I didn't fancy when I was quite younger, when I was trying to find my way in and I was thinking, I, I want to be a singer on stage. Yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't think of anybody introducing, ladies and gentlemen, introducing the fabulous, the wonderful <laughs> Keith. Well, no, no, what, no, no. Why did it matter to them? To, to the dragons, why well, was, again, why was because that of that? Because the branding, isn't it? Right. Because these guys are all about branding. They didn't, they couldn't think of a bloody brand called Keith. Yeah, but you've already addressed that by being Levi Rose. Yes, right? but, yeah, but, yeah. but it was a shock to them to find out that there was I some see. somebody I else see. in there. You know. So as my friend deliberately made me say something that's out of out of order. Yes, because I normally right. punch anybody in the mouth that oh, okay. calls me okay. Keith. Well, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you who to punch if you want. Yeah. No, it was. Do you know who it is? It's. Uh, do you know Hacker the Dog from Children's Television? Yes, I do. Very it was, punchable. It was Hacker the Dog. Very punchable. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he really is. You won't hurt your hand when you punch. There's no bones or anything. No, the, well, there, there, are, there are some bones in there, but, <laughs> yeah. but not as strong as you would yeah. think. Well, well, Keith was my Scottish connection. I see. Right. Okay. He was my Scottish. Jamaicans. Ninety percent of Jamaicans have Scottish yeah, names yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. for the wrong reasons. Yes, yeah, but for some reasons we do. And Keith was my part, but Duncan didn't invest. Right, that bastard. Okay, <laughs> he didn't see it. <laughs> Isn't that the response you said? Did you say that on the day? Well, you should have said that. On I the said, day. but he said it in normal words. I am oot. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, forgive me. I didn't. I honestly, didn't, I, was, I wasn't being confrontational in any way with that at all. It was just that Hacker said to me that he always calls you Keith Roots on, on TV. <laughs> he knows because I was punching him in the mouth every time I see. Good. And well, well, so you should. Please you do absolutely it again. should. Please do punch Hacker. I can again. even tell you where he is today. Yeah. If you want to go find out? So we were discussing earlier on. Here's two things that have happened on this show so far. Um, is one there has been a debate about because in, in your press release and stuff it says the first yeah. ever uh, reggae Christmas number one is what, yes. you're, is what you're aiming at what I'm in from yeah then original had... song oh. original song well, that yes that the changes one, the game then. yes because yeah. there has been a few Christmas carols I mean yeah you know we've had quite a few people sing over Christmas carols yeah. and yeah. people singing you know cover songs yeah. and yeah. sort of stuff but an original written song for Christmas oh, got you yes. understood okay. yeah because what's been suggested was yeah, which, so put which your actually, teeth back in <laughs> no 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 but what, no, what was suggested was that what was it called Mary's Boy Child uh, Boney M by Boney M well, I don't know if yeah, we but, think that's Calypso yeah, well I've always said that Boney M doesn't really count no but what if Boney M said that about you you'd be angry right you're a lot of mercy and I punched them in the mouth yeah there we go I think I'm starting to see where we should take this interview now I think we should get Levi to the point where he wants to punch several people in the mouth and then we just let him loose we should just let him back into society yeah and just keep an eye on like teletext or whatever if that's still a real thing sort of internet it's called now isn't it the internet the Google the Google so what I was also discussing before is and, and forgive me I, I, I didn't, never saw Dragons Den I had a friend who used to always sing your song and yeah. I, I didn't really know what it meant but I, I, I sort of 
grasped bits of what it was. I, and, then I, and then I saw your uh, products on the shelves. I was like, okay, so that's the guy. So he's from Dragon's Den, and I put it all together that way. But I don't, I don't really like programs like that. Yeah, well, I didn't either. I, I never saw Dragon's Den until I was on there. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, how yeah. did you end up going on there? Well, I, I, was, I, I was carting around my song ar- around the country for a couple of years and just decided that I, I didn't want to sell ice to the Eskimos. So I yeah, decided yeah. That I'm not going to go anywhere there were black people right. to sell it there because they know jerk sauce. They, they know Caribbean food. So is, that, really, is that why you've come to Food Bar today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we did with the kids, we just looked at the map and says that anywhere there's a shire at the end of a, of a yeah. road in the country, that's where we would go. Okay. So yeah. I was in one of these shire, shire type places right. and um, I had a tap on the shoulder from one of the production team from Dragon's Den and I wish she asked me would I, would I like to be on the show but of course I never watched it, never even heard of it but okay. I did think it was I'm a celebrity ah, get me out of okay. here and I, I sort of said to her that I'm completely not interested there's no way you're going to get me to be eating kangaroo testicles on your program <laughs> and things like that and she said no Levi it's not about that it's about business and enterprise and I said well I don't know anything about bloody business or whatever she said that would be great for the sauce take my business card and if, you, if somebody does tell you about dragons then or whatever then do give us a call okay that was it yeah yeah yeah, I I think I I've got increasingly uncomfortable watching anything on TV that involves business. So anything that like the Appre- I can't watch The Apprentice anymore. And I've thought for several series, I like I can't watch this. I can't watch these sorts of people. Why? I think they're just vile people. Like I really, I think anyone who has affluence and parades it, mm. yeah, I, I find it very uncomfortable. Well, so they're very pretentious on those on those shows. And people ask me that all the time about going on to shows like Dragons Den and The Apprentice. Yeah. How do you approach that, and how did I manage to to sort of get you know sort of navigate my way through it? And I said, be yourself. Yeah. There's hardly anybody that do go on television on these type of shows that do do that. Mm. That do do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're always yeah, doing yeah. somebody else, or they're pretending to be the finished product yeah but i thought when i was going in there i want to be me i want to take my guitar on there they said nobody else has ever sang on the show before because levi's not a pop show it's about business and enterprise but i thought that my business and and me because i didn't want to go and sell reggae reggae sauce i wanted to go and sell levi roots and and that included me to bring everything that's levi roots including the guitar yeah and i think this was the secret so be yourself man yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. you It's um. I must point out. I don't mean the contestants on those shows. I do on the Apprentice. I think some of the Apprentice, Apprentice contestants would be the worst sort of human. Like things that I'm very much against yes. in, in my in my life. Um, but yeah, it's it's the affluence thing. It's the thing of of uh, power. It's parading power and affluence at the same time. Yeah. Which is. But were you funded by that show? Is that what? Did you go? Th- did they give you the money for yeah, your... I, I got, yeah, I, I got it from Tour the Dragons there. Um, yeah, and for me, it was a phenomenon to... Yeah, of not course, only just getting the money, because I think the money is one part yeah. of business, but I, I do think for the longevity of business, it's yeah, that yeah, mentoring, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. You know, that showing you how to use the money. Yeah. I think that's the most beneficial part of, of yeah. what these dragons bring on board. See, I think I'd find it interesting if it didn't have the theatre to it, which is bizarre for a TV show. Right. I think I'd find it interesting if it was just a straight programme, if it was just like not a setup in a den and all mm. that if it was just like the, I'd find that process interesting mm. of someone investing in a company and how their relationship then develops yeah but nobody wouldn't watch that you know yeah they, they, they just want to see the drama I think yeah. it's just like the X Factor and all that we really watched for yeah. the losers we, we watched for you know God forbid the moment when I came on with the guitar right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it did inspire a lot of people that thought wow what's this guy doing on there yeah, yeah, should yeah. it be an X Factor or something yeah. like that yeah. but I, I think it did inspire a lot of people to say that look you can be a little bit different and not because i want to be me i, sh- I should be saying no you know pretend that you're the finished product no I- 
be you, be yourself. Yeah. yeah. So, so where does the um, what are your uh, boundaries? Because your brand is you. Yeah. Because your brand is you as a person. Okay. What? How much of you can you? When you're in that situation, how much of you can you actually give? Where are your boundaries within it? So where are your because um, you can either just lay yourself bare as, yeah. as a person, then every part of your life becomes public property, which we see happen a lot with the reality stars, mm-hmm. and we see happen a lot with, um, I guess, people like Jordan, and that them sort of, you know, if she still does that, I don't know, but but people like that, where they their life becomes uh, the story. Absolutely, and it was a big <coughs> part of, of the dangers of what I was about to become when, yeah. when I, I knew how popular I was when I, when I was on the show. Because there you have on one hand, you had reggae, reggae sauce, yeah. which is just the food product itself. Yeah. And on the other hand, you had Levi Roots. And, and we're my two investors invested in two different things, because Richard Farley, who was my other investor, apart okay. from Peter, I think he invested in reggae, reggae sauce within yeah. the, the food itself, because mm-hmm. at the time I only had just the one product. Mm-hmm. You know, Now we have over 50 different products on the brand. Okay. But then I think Richard invested in the sauce, but I think Peter invested in the man in, in Levi Roots and yeah, who yeah. you are. So the branding is it has to be separate from the product. Yeah. Whereas for us, we, we nearly became the brand of being reggae, reggae sauce and we quickly, quickly realized that but if the brand is Levi Roots and I can not just do the sauce, I can do my soft drinks range, I can have the crisp, I can have the peanuts, I can have, you know, the burgers and, and, and everything else. So the, the brand now allows me that to always be in the public eye because yeah. you belong to the public. Every time somebody buys a Levi Roots sauce for one pound, for I think they're buying a piece, a piece of me. Whereas oh, you don't put that. You don't put a bit of you in it, do you? <laughs> That's the secret of it. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if, like, in a year's time, if that was on the front page of all the papers? Do you, know, you know, you've been eating him, and, and all you were was a head in a box, <laughs> being kept alive with money all around you. Going, yeah. you've eaten all of me now. Yeah. Well, it is the seventh secret ingredient. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. Do you know what? As you were saying that, then I just realised that I once bought a. Um, a, a load it, it was I can remember when it was as well it was when I was moving house and um, I didn't have anything in the fridge and stuff because I was moving all my stuff so the fridge was empty and all the rest of it and I remember buying I, I reckon 10 bottles of it it was like a pineapple drink or th- yeah. there was one of yours yeah yeah, and yeah. I, no, but I remember getting a bit obsessed with it like for a, for a short right. period of time it's like Bar- my friend Barry at the moment is obsessed with root beer and he's just drinking it. He's got root beer gummy bears at the moment. He's probably obsessed with it. But I remember a short period of time, I'd forgot completely about it, that I was drinking that loads. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. it was really, really nice. Yeah, it, it, it is, and, and it was the dangers. Very, it was very meaty. It, yeah. t- it tasted yeah. like it had a bit off human in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, your point about buying quite a few when it came out, it, yeah, yeah. that was the dangers, again, about the brand and about the man, you know, to, okay. to just go back to, to that. Because people that brought it at first, I suppose, were buying the, the product. You know, I've got to see what it's like, leave yeah, I was yeah, on TV yeah. and that sort of stuff. But I do think those that did that and, and came back the second time, and that's been coming back now for 10 years, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. those are that were buying the Levi Roots part of the mm. brand. And I think it's important to separate the product from what yeah, the brand I get actually that. is. Yeah. But if I tell them next time I go into a garage to buy some, if I say that I know you, do I get it cheaper or not? Do I, can I say, oh, he said it was fine for me to just take it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is um, that all right? Perhaps. No. Well, how about how about this? How about at the end of the interview, we swap numbers so that what I can do, I can go in the garage and say, look, I'll, I'll get him on the phone now. 
And then you can just say down the phone, say, give him it free or I will punch <laughs> you in the face. <laughs> now that's that more can, like... That's yeah. your new catchphrase. <laughs> that will do you. that. We'll go for that. that. I'm yeah. always thinking about the branding. So I'm thinking with the branding phrase. of Levi that yeah, we should yeah, now yeah. move away from, the, not away from entirely, but the whole reggae, reggae sauce and all that business. <laughs> but now we've moved more towards a more aggressive forthright character <laughs> yes. who just says, buy this sauce or I will punch you in the face. <laughs> and that can be sort of your new that's thing catchy. with it. Well, you kept church line. But for enough, I think, you know, you talk about how people sort of view it and stuff people do think that I do drive around and walk around with a lorry of it in my car every time I meet somebody do you not oh. I don't you said that he would bring a load in you said he would come in a lorry I said you'd probably bring some in I don't want to speak to Levi Roots if I don't get any free stuff sorry what are you thinking of didn't even bring the pineapple drink in no I did not bring did you not hear me saying then I really like the pineapple drink and then he would go well I'll go into my lorry and get you a load of it for free he did not bring it in this is a joke now this is a what I signed up for with this. He didn't bring in any edible products, but what he did bring in was a musical product. How? Oh, how? Oh, don't, yes. don't try and yeah. no, favour no, now no, in that way. No, 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 to be fair. No, I am not. I can't drink a song. So you, can, you can. Let well, you can drink because it. put some music in, in the food. I can't yes. pour a song over a meal. <laughs> the reggae, reggae sauce song you can. Yes, put yes, some yes. music in the food. So, yeah. Levi, yeah. if, t- and I'm not going to do this, but if tomorrow I said to you, Levi, Choose between the source or the singing, or I will punch you in the face, yeah. right? right. So, so, and I'm not going to do that. But if I said that, this is the million dollar question for me. Yeah. If I said that to you, right, music, and I don't mean listen, you can, you can listen to music, that's fine, but yeah. you can't create music and do the source, or you can stop doing the source or, and your other food products yeah. and do the music. Or you will get punched in the face, yeah. right? But it'll but it will kill you, right? right? So if, if that was the question, yeah. well, I can't. Well, you, you'll just go. Kills. Well, fine, punch me in the face. You, oh, get, right. you get over that. It's got okay. it's got a rather long term oh, effect. Okay, okay. Um, it's trending. Yeah, yeah. So that, that, that but it's my yeah, genuine well, question. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, I think if I'd, I are based upon how my life is panned up because if I'd gone on the, on to the show with just the food, mm. I think I would have become a cropper. I don't think I would have that USP, yeah. okay. that unique Brand, selling point. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, yeah. something that makes you different. There are many sources out there. What would have made mine different? Not much out there. Mm. But I do think when I had the music to it, when I brought the guitar, yeah. I think this was the moment that you know these hard investors who have seen it and done it or Peter's invested in hundreds of investment mm. throughout these years and so has Richard and everybody else but I think they're always looking for something that just tick that box as having something special so I would definitely choose the guitar yeah, above yeah, yeah. it because that was my original inspiration why I went in the first place yeah. so yeah so bring the music baby yeah, it's yeah. so nice I had to name it twice I call it reggae reggae sauce so nice with your fried chicken make burgers finger licking on your barbecue on your drum Sticks, put some reggae reggae sauce on your dish. Oh, now, now oh, that's beautiful, yeah, man. That's but but how, how does that? How does that? I presume you've sung that many times now. Many a time, yeah. yes, yes. So, so when you and I think I know the answer to this already, but I'm going to ask you anyway. And don't give me the no. Um, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah, straight. don't give me the public answer. No. Give me the genuine answer. Yeah. Does that still bring joy to you? Didn't, didn't you see? Didn't you see yeah, that? I, yeah, I, I did. Saw it. But I, I saw, saw that joy. burst of energy. I was in happy. my zone yeah. then. Just that, yeah, yeah, just yeah. that little four bar there. Just, yeah, just I got saw me. It. Yeah. But nice. I mean, but I am interested to know how how you maintain that and how that you know for someone who does that. Well, that's something you can't put on. 
You know that right, you, you've okay. got to find you've got to find the true you. I mean, I'm many a young kids, and I talk to them all the while. I sent I tell them that you may not can be able to sing or play a guitar or play something, mm. but find something that allows you to be the best of you for that moment. And for many a young kids, it could be anything. It could be kicking a ball. It could be drawing. It could be reading. It could be reading poetry, doing something. But find that little hook that that's you. And until you find that, you won't be the best of you. But we all have that in us. But it's finding it. Sometimes you don't find it yourself. It it takes somebody else to bring it out, of okay. you, like, like a mentor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? That is lovely. Um, man, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking That's with you. in the tracks. <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, but, but, but you know what? If I'm just being brutally honest, I think it's very. Um, uh, it feels relevant to me at the moment. So it feels sort of because of what I've been doing recently, and because of the sort of the the things I've been trying to put in place to to decide what I am. Yeah. You know, to, to to what I actually am within my professional field. I mean, I don't mean mm. necessarily as a human being, but that does come into it as well. But professionally, because I've been in the last eighteen months trying to work that out and, and put it into the definable, mm. you, you know, sort of uh, boundaries or whatever. That uh, it, it feels quite um, yeah. Yeah, it feels well, ca- kind years. of inspiring and also kind yeah. of like it's relieving to yeah. sort of hear. It was, it was years for me you. doing that to find that sweet spot, that <coughs> sweet spot. You know that I can. I felt like I was ready. Yeah, the yeah. music didn't work out for me. I did that for years, twenty-five years in the music. Many albums nominated for a Mobo. Performed with James Brown. All the names that you can possibly yeah. think did of. Yeah, did you perform with James I Brown? I did that absolutely. Wow. You know, did he I find did all you? that. Did you get fined? Well, I did, there's a funny joke about about James Brown. I don't know if you got time for me. To no, we got time. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, you know, we was rehearsing in the room. I met him for the first time. We were going to be on this show, the Central Festival. Right. And it was, used to be a massive festival back in the day, about 10, 15 years ago. And we, I met to meet him in rehearsal so I've gone to the rehearsal and he's he's got a 24 piece band yeah. and we've gone in the room and uh, I've seen James Brown he's performing he's doing a give it to me huh, huh, and he's all like, and I'm like really down in the back an hour in the rehearsal I'm thinking that my god I'm right in the legend yeah, here yeah. With this guy but five minutes after I look around and the real James Brown walks in oh really, he's, he's really? Got a double yeah. oh wow shit okay <laughs> and I had no idea about that and this double would just look exactly like yeah. him moves exactly like him and James Brown walks in afterwards and the man was even better than, than the Dublin so Yeah, 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 of course. It was a shock for me. I was thinking, like, why is this a double takeover? But it, and it was. But, but surely the double can just carry on. Like, yeah, they they, they, they on didn't even yeah. need to say that James Brown was away. They could have yeah, just yeah. said, oh, no, James he is just having a couple of weeks off and then he'll be back. <laughs> but he's going to change his hair a little bit. Um, no, what I said about finding you, wasn't there a thing that James Brown used to find members of the band when he heard it? Apparently when he was at the front, yeah. if he because he was so in tune musically. And so, oh, I mean, my God. I have a difficult thing with James Brown, like a really difficult thing um which is uh his personal story sometimes makes me go oh no yeah. like do you know do you know what i mean yeah. so so it's uh i find it very hard but musically i can't speak higher of james brown but obviously what someone's like in real life yeah. does come into play but um because he was so musically in tune which is unarguable and because he was so aware of what was going on he, and like you say 24 piece band and more sometimes yeah. He could hear everything. Everything. So, so if you yeah. heard a duff note, he would find them on stage. So he'd really? be halfway through the song going, Hey, wait a minute, is it? And then he'd go, $50! <laughs> you know, to point back, it sounded like part of the song, but he was saying well, $50. He's going, like, $50, $25! And it was well, all part of the actual music. Is that quite good? You've got to maintain a level. You can't let your guard down around. Yeah, but it's a ruthless way of being, isn't it? You know what I mean? But, yeah, but I guess it, it, also, it yeah. also 
commands. Absolutely. You, you do your, you do. Yeah. But and he was one of the few sort of, uh, which he wasn't a real sort of singer. Mm. If anything, he was in the mode of now you say a rapper or a DJ. Yeah. Um, in his style of how he used to sort of put forward his music. But he was very musical when he controlled his band. He's like a band leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, on, on stage, a fantastic guy. And, and these are the inspiration that I'm coming from. So music, you know, finding yourself. And f- and I when I found that music was my sort of tick that turns my butt, makes me the best Levi Roots that I can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hang on to that, man. You yeah, no, totally, hang my totally. hat on that. When you well, say he's not a singer, and I've heard that often said of James Brown, but if you listen to him belt out, please, please, please. Yes, yeah. Then yeah, there, there is yeah. fewer better singers. Yes, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. It, it's the epitome of soul, isn't it? It's the epitome yeah. of soul yeah. music. And actually. Of a preacher, like a, a preacher type person. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. James Brown, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but all the demons that came with that as well. Yeah. So I, no. I feel like yeah. I have to sort of remind then myself. Then you have to separate that. the artist from the performer. Yeah, but don't yeah. You? Or no, the person, sorry, from well, the performer. Well, well, I mean, not not the same crimes, but mm, people no, haven't separated Gary Glitter from his. You know, they haven't gone, oh my God. The music is. Still fine, I think. Yeah. Although I still play yeah. Gary Glitter, yeah. <laughs> but I play Gary Glitter to be naughty. Well, um, well look, we're going to play Reggae Reggae it's, Christmas it's out now, isn't it? Available for download now. Reggae, it is, Reggae, yeah. Christmas. Reggae Reggae Christmas, yeah. You know, as I said, you know, I want to make this one of the first, well, the real mainstream reggae original song that is written here, especially here in the UK. Okay. It was written in Leeds. All the backing vocals are done by some wonderful school kids up in Leeds. So it has great oh, okay. local connection to do it up there. So fantastic. So I'm hoping everybody will love this one. Brilliant. You can get it every Google Play, um, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, and reggae, reggaechristmas.com. Absolutely. And never mind about the chart position. If it was number one brilliant, absolutely fine. But its existence alone and your ethos that you bring to it is enough reward. Oh, cheers, yeah, thank you very I, much. Ideally, yeah, yeah, ideally. Yeah, yeah. I know you want Christmas. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I get it. I'm a music man. I do, I, do, I do get it. I mean, uh, stranger things have happened. True. Um, and uh, no, it's been really, uh, as I predicted earlier on. In, in the show when I was taking yeah. the piss a little bit I predicted that you would come in here and kind of blow me away and you've sort of done oh, exactly geez, that thank you very so it's much. been an absolute pleasure speaking to you man it really has and this is uh, Levi Roots and The Source yes The Source S-O-U-R-C-E yeah. uh, with Reggae Reggae Christmas and we're, we can play this now can't yeah. we yes December is that siren again <laughs> it's Christmas time and we're feeling fine we have the mistletoe the turkey and we got the wine Everybody eat and dance and ting Do the best to life and win We mash up! There is boy child Jesus Christ was born on Christmas Day Just to save us all my long You're singing than that little bit of the um, reggae, of not singing. reggae, reggae, reggae. Um, I'll be honest with you, I can't really concentrate at the moment because of this picture on Twitter. There's trolls. Yeah. Uh, everyone go to Twitter and look because there's trolls with his tube. It just isn't that, just isn't that like... I might make that my phone screensaver. Do you know what? It's the image of Paul that. Wellens as well. Paul, who? Paul Wellens, he used to play for St. Helens. Oh, of course, He's, yeah. Uh, um, and it was also one of the coaches with the England team who, who narrowly got beat in the World Cup final at the weekend. Um, it's a bit heartbreaking, actually, but... Um, have a look at Paul Wellens. Go to Wello. Uh, what would his name be? Oh yeah, just put, type in Paul Wellens. 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 That's it. Oh, let's go to images. 
Ish? No, he is the image of him. Ish? No, he is the image of him. Is I, he? I promise you, he's the Im- yeah, yeah. I promise you are. All the pictures you show me don't c- kind of don't look like Paul Wellens. I bet you anything. If you tag that in now and say Paul Wellens with a tuba, <laughs> let's see what comes up with tuba. Trolls will come up. No, it's not. No, I'm, I don't think there will be Paul Wellens with a tuba. There is a man with a tuba. Yeah, That's not, not him, Paul though. Is it? He's kissing something, though, isn't he? Is that him? No, it's not him. Uh, um, anyway. So nice chap, Levi. He was very nice chap, Levi. Like Tim, I feel like you're now distracted. Sorry, I'm, I've clicked off. I think one of the issues is is that little interruption you just had then. From the tuba? No. The lady that came in. Who came in? Lissy came in here. Yeah, and what happened? She said, I'm really loving the show today. You two she said it like it was a surprise. She, well, not she really. She came in like like it was like that was unfathomable to her. That it was like, well, do you know really. what? I'm, I'm actually enjoying this today. Like, that, it, yeah. like she felt like she was doing something wrong by enjoying it. No, I don't think, I think she was just saying our reactions were quite different. You went, thanks. I went, why? <laughs> So, that's true. That's our reactions. Now, do you not think um, this is a good point? Look, Casey's just said, "Let's mm-hmm. get Nat going, get her energized, and play that sweet Prodigy." I'd like to hear Prodigy. I like Prodigy. Why was? Why am I not energized? Why was Prodigy? No, that's what I'm, that's what who I'm addressing now. But who said I'm not? I feel now you've had a compliment, so now you've gone. Ah, oh, I've done enough. Well, I just don't get them very often, so I don't know what to do with a compliment. That's because you can't hear them because your head is in the clouds, <laughs> literally in the clouds. <laughs> Eating them. Um, play that sweet prodigy. Why? What's that to do with? I, well, I actually don't know. It's not in a relation to any other tweet. It's just they've sent a picture of the prodigy's cover, the fat of the lamb. Casey, so can you explain that? that? Can means. you explain why? What, have we mentioned the prodigy no, today? I, think, I don't think we have. Maybe just Casey likes the prodigy and would like to hear sweet prodigy. Is it like suggesting that like smart my bitch up and all that? Is that? Oh, is it, I hope is not, it a Casey. sinister I thing? I hope it's not suggesting that we play. So, I mean, I, do. I hope it's not because I can't reach. Even <laughs> even if I wanted to do <laughs> that, which I don't, or down, won't be able to. I'd be able to kick my bitch in the shins, ankles. Yeah, probably an- ankles. You'd probably yeah, just step on a toe. Shins. To be honest with you, <laughs> probably climb on a toe and then but jump I up and down just on it. Stand on you and with one foot, and that will be you gone. That's it. <laughs> there you go. The I've now got you. I've now got you. So battered. <laughs> That you now think of yourself as a giant. I do. Because actually, can I tell you, the other day, sometimes I do forget how tall I am because when I stood up on the sheet that day, I hit my head. Did you? Yeah. 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 But no, no, but not on the. What on the the road? (laughs) (laughs) No, on the like uh, the army things, the arm things, the things that you hold on to. I just forgot. And I stood up and hit my head on it. And I no, was like, oh. I, th- I think you hit your head on um, a lamppost <laughs> that was in the road above it. Was I popped really through ha- yeah, the yeah, station? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I think you didn't even notice that you'd broken con- like concrete and you went right through it and then you hit your head on a lamppost. See, people think the Piccadilly line goes wrong for other reasons because I've just stood up too fast on it. And I think you hit your head on, on a gargoyle on the top yeah. of the building. That's what's wrong with Piccadilly line at the minute. It's me. And the only time you can do that is when you're actually stood in the tube. Because in real life, you just tower above the gargoyle. But if you're actually in the tube, which is below the ground, then you are then able to bang your head on a gargoyle. Do you? Yeah. Well, I have to take him out of my house. Um, I'm not supposed to Barry today. Oh, well, do you think it? Barry's listening? No. Barry, can you give us a call if you're listening, please? Why do you, need, why do you speak to him now? You've got just two feel like I've got this. nothing else to say to you. Oh, right, okay, fine. Oh, no, that said, That's though, nice, I've got it? two minutes, haven't I, before I've got her into you, Andrew Yeah, so and now's Christina. not the time for Barry. Now's, and then we've got another guest at half three, so now isn't the time. Why have you booked so many guests? Well, I'll tell you why, if you want. Cause I'm not one, complaining, I'm just asking you why. One, I, th- I thought someone definitely would cancel by Monday. <laughs> so that's why I overbooked, <laughs> if I'm okay. honest. Because every single Monday, after I've just had a shower, I come out, look at my laptop, and there's a, ca- there's a cancellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I thought overbook. Do you think I've got a bad name? No. A lot of people get sick on a Monday. <laughs> 
I don't know why. No, I don't mind if I have. But do you think I've got a bad no. name? Like, do you think it sort of goes around going, oh, no, they'll, he'll, he's an odd interview him? No. Which I'm not. No. I'm just a different sort. That was one reason. And then I'd already booked Levi and Jennifer. And then when I was approached by the PR for Bat Out of Hell, yeah. especially for you, yeah, I'm, I'm I thought, their go-to, I'm going to have to say yes to this because I know that you're a fan of it and I don't want to say no. And especially yeah. they just won an award last night and they're up for awards at um, the, the, But Andrew and Christina are lovely people. Yeah. Do you know what would be interesting? If they even realise it's me, because I've met them a few times, Ooh, but they might they it. might not even in, like realise. Will that. you punch someone in the face if they don't? No, not at all. Okay, I don't good. presume that people would remember me, but um, I have spent um, a, a decent amount of time with them, and I've met them a couple of times. But I don't know whether or not they'll ever remember my name. So wow. if they just go, "Oh, you're going to Ian Bowles' show," they might not think, "Oh, that's that handsome." Muscly bloke who came in that time. They'd remember that, wouldn't they? Not necessarily. Well, they haven't been on Twitter today, so they won't have seen that. It they be. haven't. They haven't retweeted or anything. Do you think so? they're kissing and cuddling in real life? Are they? Are they doing it? Are I they going know. out? I don't they? know. I don't know. When you in a musical, you'd want should to kiss I ask them. People. Will you ask them? What should I say? Are you kissing? Yeah, just ask them. Do you kiss? I don't want to ask them. Do I they kiss on stage? Do they yeah, loads, it? loads. But those, those two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, yeah, proper kissing. Do they all. slip each other the tongue? I've never been that close to the stage, oh but I presume God. so. Like loads. There's one song in it. I think it's uh, all revved up. It might be. No, it oh. won't be all revved up. It'll be um, took the words right out of my mouth. And for a good chunk of that song, they're just uh, on stage left. Um, which is stage right to the audience. Yeah. Having a right blooming snog and a kiss for ages and ages. And I just thought... And also, there's Sharon who came in yes, as well. Yes, Sharon yeah. Sexton and, and Rob Fowler, who's... So they're the other couple in the show. And they um just waiting them to ring back. Look at this. I think they might be in a hotel or something. What, um, each other? Like kissing each other? No, no, because I think they had a night... I, mean, I don't know, because they were in Toronto doing the play touring. I know they're over here. Yeah. For, for this. They're over here for the awards at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But the, presumably they had a late night celebrating. I don't know. Mate. They might be really know. hungover. They might be kissing. Oh. Um, I wouldn't call back if I was kissing, would you? Doing another that. interview. Oh, okay. Hang on, this is what we're reading now. This is the hot update the on moment, Andrew Pollock and Christina Bennington. Well, They're doing another interview, I think, at the moment. I mm. see. Well, if that better not run too late. So well. that means that ours has every right to run over as well, doesn't it? No, because we've got another Especially guest. Especially if we start no, getting no, to the nitty gritty. we have another guest in at half That's past. not my fault. Well, it, your fault. It's just, I'm it's being just pushed back quicker. now because they're doing another interview. Yeah, but that just means they get less time. That's how it works. I don't know. It does work like that because that's not fair to Jennifer Kirby then, if is it? If we find out that they are, well, Jennifer can be involved. She's coming in, isn't she? She's in the studio. Yeah, yeah. So she can just you want to talk about Call the Midwife? Can have a not three way. Out of hell. Can have a three way with Andrew Pollock, Christina Bennington, and, and um, Jennifer Kirby. What a three way with two, five two people on the phone. No, we're involved as well, but we're mainly talking. <laughs> okay, in the five way. Um, I suspect that they're not kissing in real life. In terms of, they are just doing an acting job. But it must be hard, that mustn't it, to, to have a proper. Full on makeout session once, sometimes twice a day. Doing Tough. that. Yeah, someone's ringing. I'm wondering if on Casey's one. been. Is this them? Right. <clears throat> I'm just wondering if Casey's been on the eggnog. Play Omen to get more energy and a bit of mystery in the room. Well, how is that going to. That really, doesn't make sense. These Casey. are really weird it's messages. Very weird. Um, Andrew and Christina, are you there? We, we are! Oh, God, is it going to oh. be like that? <laughs> are you going to be doing this, like, speaking in harmony? Yeah! Right. <laughs> Do you know what? The last time I interviewed you two, you might not even remember it, but the last time I interviewed you two, um, you spent a lot of time um, in the corner whispering to each other. <laughs> did we? Yeah, you totally did. It was when I came in um, to do the, the podcast that never came out. We remember. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the podcast that never was. Yeah, yeah, that one. Why? Where is it? Wasn't like my fault. Like no, to, it's not I'd my like fault. No, we're not going like to discuss that because okay. that that wasn't my fault, and nor was it Andrew or Christina's fault. All right, fine. Um, and they did oh, okay. a brilliant interview. They were really, really good. But I remember because it was me and you two, and also Rob and Sharon as well, yeah. all in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, hot. it was a hot room. <laughs> yeah, it was a hot room, eh? Uh, but I remember all that time that you were um you did a lot of whispering to each other and giggling. <laughs> <laughs> Just like now. Yeah, and 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 it led it led me to b- not believe but to wonder how much of your characters in Battle Hell the Musical have now um imposed themselves in your real life. Well, Raven and Strat not so giggly. No. So, I think that's all us. Well, mainly because um, mainly you can't get your lips off each other long enough to actually make any other noises. Raven and Strat are uh, very different than us in real life. I think they're a lot more rock and roll than we are. I think we'd like to be uh, quite as rebellious and free as they are. Um, I'd argue I think that's that. A lot about, the show is a lot about that for everyone, you know? I'd argue that. Having seen you both in real life, I would argue that. I think you both are quite rebellious in real life as well. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, I do. I do. You stick your tongues out a lot as well. Oh, uh, that is very true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of a given. Yeah, you yeah. do. To the point where I was starting to worry that it might do you permanent damage. You know, like when you're little and you get told your face will get stuck that way if yeah. the wind changes. Yeah, that's what's happened to me. I'm actually talking to you right now and it's stuck out. So I can absolutely believe that. And um, <laughs> we should say congratulations to you as well for the award last night. That's really exciting, isn't it? Thank, thank you, you very much. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Uh, it's a huge shout-out to all our fans who voted. I mean, they are just incredible beyond belief, and we're so grateful that they all came together to uh, support their love for the show. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. definitely the lifeblood of the whole show for us, and it's amazing that we actually were there just to represent, you know, a hundred-odd people who are involved in the show. It's really a big win for the team. Yeah. I feel... Um I think I I think it was I, I said to you Andrew on the, on the night the premiere night when uh, and you were both obviously getting very sort of mobbed and stuff and I'm I'm sure I had a moment where I spoke to you Andrew where I said that I felt bizarrely proud of you even though I had nothing do you know, do you know what I mean that I felt proud yeah even though yeah I remember that yeah because you know I mean what's so beautiful about the whole show is it's kind of a, a cathartic collaboration on the stage like you don't kind of just come and watch the show you're more like a part of it and yeah, you're yeah. part of this whole like joyful energy that's swirling about the whole time has that continued in because you're in canada at the moment where you're not right the second in canada but the show's in canada at the moment. <laughs> so has that continued with, with canada has it, has it been the same kind of thing in canada as it was in the uk it is you know we were told when we went to canada we were really warned by a lot of people who worked in the theater and in the business that they were like you know canadian audiences they can be very polite and you know very quiet yeah. And while there might not be quite as much yelling as there was here, um, it really is, it's, it's kind of the same experience. I think there's something about this show which reaches in and it kind of grabs you by the heart and the stomach and you're, you feel free enough to get involved and to be vocal. So I think it has the same effect everywhere around the world. While the jokes might land differently in London too on the North American continent, the heart is still the same. Yeah, I guess, well, that, but that is, uh, that, I guess that's the compliment, isn't it? So that's the thing that uh, is the show. I mean, obviously you, you guys are a huge, hugely enormous part of that, but the actual show as a, 
as a um, as, as a fully formed thing and with everyone contributing to that as an ensemble piece. And I do believe that Battle Health Musical is an ensemble piece, even though there are stars within it, both of yourselves, Sharon and Rob as well, people that you and and you know that that you would go, okay, they're they're leads and they're I can see that they have the star quality in it, but the ensemble of Battle Health Musical is uh, is a very overpowering thing when you're watching it. Yeah, definitely. I've certainly never worked with such a consistently talented and hardworking cast. Yeah. It's incredible how much the, you know, the entire ensemble sings in 18 of the songs in the show because it's such a characteristic of Jim Steinman's music to have these huge walls of backing vocal signs. So not only are they quick-changing and performing horrendously demanding choreographic routines, they're also doing the whole thing while supporting us, you know, singing huge vocal yeah, yeah. lines themselves which is just an incredible feat and um you know i bow down daily to the whole cast speaking of steinman um can you pass a message on to sharon sexton for me please oh here we go again Ian. Um, yeah no it's not i'm not I've, look can we establish that i'm not in love with her as such <laughs> Right, it's not it's not that sort of thing. As such, mm-hmm. I I worry regularly that it's gone beyond the character now, right? <laughs> but but what's the message? No, it's to do that. She came in here to do an interview um, before she left for Canada, and she did actually promise that she would get me a Jim Steinman autograph because I collect autographs in real life. Like in, oh, wow. in real well, life, I did collect them, and Steinman and Meatloaf are two that I don't have, who are big heroes of mine. Um, but it, Steinman particularly, I wanted for some reason, like more than Meatloaf, but I, I wanted Steinman more. Um, and she said that she would, and I quote, definitely get me that. And she's just not been in touch at all. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, I, I have to say, it doesn't sound like Sharon at all. Uh, I will pass on the message when we see her again in Toronto. Right. If you, when, when you're flying back to Toronto, download the podcast of this show from iTunes from when mm-hmm. she was on, and then you will see that I wasn't bullshitting in any way. She actually promised me that she would get me a Jim Steinman autograph. She promised it. Mom! Well, I mean, was yeah. there a time limit on it? Or... Well, is it just like eventually? Well, in fairness, Andrew, I would hope the time limit would be within our both of our lifetimes. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, we'll make sure <laughs> that that happens. Right. If if either of you want to get it, then that's fine. I don't mind having a few of them. I've got loads of random humans, but I'm just saying it's not a, a do, frivolous. Do you trade them because we could like trade if you want. Okay, you get me a Jim Steinman, and I will trade it for Randy Newman. I will know, Andrew, if you've just done it yourself. <laughs> So please don't try and pass that off, like off at me. I will. Not, I'll be able to tell because it'll have a bit of fake blood on the bottom of it. What <laughs> <laughs> fake blood? Um, I saw. I know you're not got much time, but I saw on Christina on your Twitter. I think it was either today or yesterday, where it was a year. It was a year since the, the two of you first met. Um, yeah, we first met in October last year on our first photo shoot, and even more unbelievably, it's almost a year to the day now from the first day we all started rehearsals and did our first read through. Isn't it's that crazy. madness? Isn't yeah. isn't it madness that that can fit into a year? That what actually has happened yeah. to you guys has actually fit into a year. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, no, it's a wild, wild ride that we're grateful for every day. We have to pinch ourselves. Yeah, well, the injuries you sustain that I've seen on Twitter, Andrew, I would suggest you do no more injury to yourself beyond what's <laughs> coming like, naturally with the show. Um, I, I, I am, I'm dead proud of you, and, and I know that I'm not, I, I'm not your dad, and I understand all that. Do you know what? At the premiere, I actually said to someone, do you know, I'll tell you who it was. It was uh, Reese. Um, uh, oh my God, I just blanked his name from the League of Gentlemen. Reese Shearsmith. Yeah, Reese Shearsmith. I was sat with Reese Shearsmith. Right. And we were talking about the show in the interval, 
And I actually referred to you, <laughs> honestly, I've never felt so old in my life. I actually went, do you know what? They're really good kids and they're really supportive. You know, they, 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 really, they really, I, I called you good kids. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, we get that a bit, actually. I think there's something about being in the show about a group of 18-year-olds um, who are stuck at 18 that yeah. we get referred to kids every so often. But, you know, it means a lot that people in the audience do feel pride in some way, even if they don't know us, because... You know, what an amazing feeling to, yeah, but, to feel a part of the show. But I know that you're all secretly grown-ups, so I feel no, bad. No, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> you are a little bit. A little bit. Um, well, look, I'm going to let you go because you didn't press all day. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing a bit. Yeah, it's all very exciting. Uh, you're our main <laughs> Andrew, I mean, did you just say that with a straight face? Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean everything severe. I say. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the bullshit. That that is like I, <laughs> I do. I genuinely do. I appreciate you making the effort to do that. Um, I'm I'm pleased to see that you're coming back. You're at the Dominion Theatre from the second of April, 2018. To July, to the 28th of July. It'll be longer than that. Yeah. Um, that's really ace, and it was very exciting on your last night uh, in London when you did that little video and stuff of you two going through the crowd and then announcing you were coming back to the, uh, to London in 2018. And it I was think great fun. It's crazy. That was the first time we ever rode a motorcycle, but uh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> we thought we were going to practice, and then we didn't. Dude, the motorcycles never showed up. <laughs> no, it was great. But you know what? I was at home watching that, and I, I got goosebumps and stuff. And I, and I, you could you could feel it in the room. Um, you know that what was filmed. I think that yeah. it was. Uh, I mean, you you'll get it every night on stage and stuff you'll get that immediate response but I think from an outside eye to look in and see what that what response that gave to that room knowing that this wasn't the last night you were going to be in London you know knowing that they would see it again and how excited they were and how and that eruption of noise you don't get that with many shows you get that with bands and you get that you know with with people that are individuals and stuff going around but you don't get that with a running show and I think that spoke volumes about Battle Healthy Musical Absolutely. That last night was electric. I mean, you could feel the, the thunder and the lightning in the audience. And uh, knowing that new life was sprouting from it in the near future yeah. uh, just keeps the storm on chugging. Yeah. Okay, well, look, I'm going to let you go. Um, send my love to anybody that remembers me. Do, um, course, Christina, mention to your mother um, that she is supposed to be going around Mrs. Steinman's house and get me an autograph. <laughs> I will let her know. If you don't, I will, again, I'll be kind of just... You'll be asking the next person on an interview to send me a message. Do you know what? I think I'm going to end up having the whole cast of this show on here at some point, because I've had Geo on, I've had Sharon on, I've had you on as well. I think... Okay, we want to see the Randy Newman before, you know, we do anything, but, uh. yeah. Well, all right then. Well, then, in that case, Andrew, I want to see a video of Steinman actually signing it, <laughs> is what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Okay. Okay. Never mind just going off and practising your autograph and faking it. You can't do that. <laughs> I, I know there must be some sort of access you've got there. So you can have the Randy Newman, or one of them. One, okay, okay. We're not having them all. I want to keep what I've got two framed. You said several. I've got a, a signed um, of his latest album, Dark Matter. I've got a signed print of that, which came with it. I have got a one that's a print of his original first album, um, the original cover of that, and I also have one from the Randy Newman song- songbook, um, which was a more recent album where he re-recorded all his songs. I've got that one as well. I would forego one of them for a Jim Steinman. That's, that's a lot. Okay, well, that's okay. very generous. We look but... forward to seeing you again with that in tow. <laughs> I'm going to come to the Dominion just holding a Randy Newman autograph, and you're going <laughs> to stare blankly at me and go, what, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm going to say, we agreed a swap. And you'll go, we speak to lots of people. <laughs> um, remember. Safe travels back. Thank you very okay. much. Thank um, you. Don't forget to not always think of me when you sing Heaven Can Wait, Christina. Of course. Every day. This just sounds so dismissive, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Irish accent. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Hey, look, honestly, you're doing an amazing job. Keep it up. It's, you, you can't not. You're both fantastic. And it's been it's always a pleasure to speak to you. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much. Take care. See you in a little bit. Bye. Bye bye. I was Andrew and Christina from Battle Musical. I was looking for um, Christina's version of Heaven Can Wait, and it's uh, not on the system. Oh, okay. Wow. Because um, it's my favourite thing in the world. Wow. I think it's better than Meatloaf singing it. Oh, I really okay. do. Well, Jamie, well, she sings it amazingly. Would it be better if Childers playing tuba on it? Um, well, it, I'll tell you what it would be better than. Mm. What you want me to play next, which is I bet that you look good on the dance floor <laughs> by fucking it. Anton de Let's fucking Beck. Let's have a little right. listen. Let's have a little All right. listen. Here's a little listen. Let's have a little listen. No, I'd like to hear that some vocals. I'd like to hear some vocals, please. This is just, it's gone. It's gone off the system. Oh, fuck. You did that on purpose. I'll just, bring it back. Just Don't gone, you worry mate. about just that. Gone. No, it hasn't. Why do you want me to play this? So we, we like you like a, a cover, don't no, you? No, not by Anton de Beck. Do you know I don't who he even, is? No, not really. But he sounds like a reality star. I think his real name is Tony Beak. Right. Well, not by Tony Beak. <laughs> I've already had Keith Roots on. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about that saying Keith Roots, and I thought he might say I'll punch you in the face. Not to you, not to me. <clears> but he told me, Hacker told me to say it. Well, I, well, I should know if Hacker told you to say it. Hacker don't, said, don't say it. Hacker, I've just texted him. When, Hacker said that. Uh, when he interviewed uh, the lady, what's she called again? I said Deborah her, uh, Yeah, Deborah Meaden, that she, that Hacker referred to him all the time as Keith Roots. I'm sure he And he said to me that he will find that funny. <laughs> He, he didn't find it hilarious, did he? We can tell from him. No, there was a genuine tension. Yeah, but I there enjoyed. Was a bit. Did you not enjoy that? Well, I, when he well, especially when he was a punch up hacker, he said just do that. Do you know what? There are some comedians that I know of mm. um, and know some in real life who. Uh, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but there was a period of time, I think, in sort of the early 2000s, where a certain sort of comic was going on stage, and they felt that the most uh, credible thing to do as a comedian for them to, to work out their skills was to make the gig not work. Right. Right. So, so to make the gig so they weren't doing well, okay. and then get themselves out of it. So, so they thought that if they could be not be shit but if they can upset the room mm. as in upset the balance of the room and if they could then win the gig back that was an important skill to have and to be able to do that i always thought that was really kind of wanky i thought that was a really sort of well, so they want to deliberately say something that's bad they, they, they would essentially deliberately sabotage the gig so they could win the gig back by doing what sort of stuff though? well just by doing whatever, whatever you do to do that you okay. know we've had gigs like where going into the crowd going oh you like a dickhead or um i don't know what they did i just no, i'm I, curious I, as to know what, what you i'm not do. sure but I, as far as i know it was just to not quite do it properly right to make the room maybe not put anything funny in it for quite maybe a long time maybe they said that when they just had a bad gig and that just got them off the hook no I'm pretty sure they were doing it deliberately, deliberately for, a, for a time okay. um, to show uh, either to show other people how good they were or right. to learn that skill for themselves I, I found it wanky I yeah, found it yeah. a really weird thing to want to do to make it go mm. wrong so you could win it back might, might be an ego thing on some levels whatever it was but I think maybe subconsciously I do that with interviews sometimes maybe subconsciously maybe. I, I make an interview so it seems like it's going to go to shit, and yeah. then I you charm back. them back. And then if you don't, you go, oh, well. They were a shit guest. They were a shit Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I worked that out a while ago. That's why you do that. Have I. You do that on purpose. Have I ever said someone was a shit guest? Um, not the not word many. shit. Not, not the many. word shit, but we, there has been a couple where we've been like, oh, they it, didn't, uh, yeah, they well, didn't, it was a couple, you, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I remember and, that couple. And uh, <laughs> we were like, oh, they didn't really get this at all, did they? 
Which they're under no obligation to. No, but the thing is, you just have to abandon it and go, there's no point carrying this on if you're not quite getting yeah. this conversation. I think then. if you're on to, um, to sell something, mm. which most guests are, I yeah. guess, to promote something, yeah. I guess you just have to go, how do I utilise this situation to still sell my product? Yeah, you do that. Or like if there's something else that, like, you know, people complain afterwards or whatever, then don't, you don't have to answer. It's like if you're being a bit naughty, they don't have to, like, answer every question. They could just go, no. Well, um, June Sarpong, or Juice Sarpong, as I call her now, um, June Sarpong, I think, is a very good case in point because yeah. June Sarpong didn't come into the studio and immediately start selling her book. She sold no. herself. And so so, we, so by being... Um, as she was that day, and we had a chat, and it was back and forth, and we had a laugh and all the rest of mm-hmm. it, and then we got onto her book, but that continued the same, in the same mood, where we were talking kind of seriously sometimes, but other times we were dicking about and the rest of it. That is, a, in my opinion, a far, a far more effective way mm-hmm. of selling your wares. I think so. I, th- I can see that some people, though, with interviews, they get, they get the pl- product out of the way first, then they have a chat, whereas with you, you go and chat about anything apart from what they're coming in to promote and then drop it in Almost like I'm end. avoiding... Yeah, almost avoiding, like, that. With the, even with Levi, we didn't mention the song till, till we talked yeah, about the source to, for a lot. I had in, to bring you? in the song. But I would have done. I know. Eventually, I'd have played it. And he wouldn't, do you know what, he wouldn't have even cared if we hadn't. On the way. I, I, I think, nice. during that, the course of that interview, I think he forgot he had a song out. Yeah, I did too. I think he was more about the source again. Yeah, well, let's listen to this prick singing this. <laughs> I simply that I simply cannot right, have mash that. It, mash it up with something not, else. Not even on my show. I'm not being a big like Hitler about my show. I didn't know it'd be that bad. I am just not having that. No, no I don't blame you. In well, my life, okay. I'll probably delete ever, it from the system. Generally, I'll do it for you right no, now. No, you can't delete it from the system. From Watch there. me. No, you, well, I'll you, smash the no, computer. No, you can delete it from your playlist. I, I will. If I, I just punch go, the screen now, no, will no, that no, get rid of no. it? No. That was an absolute. Trolls, what did you think, Charles? What did you think of that? Oh yeah, Trolls in the studio. Trolls, what do you, it's just, just loitering with intent. Would you play your tuba to that? What did you think of that? How many tubas out of five would you give it? Three. Mm. Shut up. He liked it. Yeah, three tubas that you don't want. Did you like but that? He, he didn't sing though. We didn't let him. It was did, only the music. Time. So no, he was singing. I didn't hear that. I played I right, right, right up to the chorus. Didn't no, get the chorus. he was appalling. Didn't appalling. Get the chorus. Yeah, I didn't hear um, the chorus. So. I just don't. And didn't Tony Bennett just do that song exactly the same? Is that just a copy of how Tony Bennett did it? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I am going to play something else. All right, please do. I'm going to find something else. That first. woman, maybe. Do you know what? Here's my. Here's what I think of Anton de Beck. Yeah. Right. I have took his song off from playing in favour of playing Adam Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's Rickett, but I choose to call him Adam Ricketts. I am sorry, I am sorry for playing this, but I'm telling you this is better than Anton de Beck.
I'm aware that this is awful. I'm aware this is absolutely dreadful. But what I'm saying to you is, it's this or Anton Dubeck. I'm in a situation now where I've got my producer mm-hmm. and guest. Jennifer Kirby. Both singing Adam Rickett, singing along with it. Catchy. Oh, it? Yeah. Have Catchy. I gone quiet now? No, you turned this? my headphones right off. Is that all it is? It's yeah. only the headphones. Yeah, it's yeah. not that I've actually... My headphones aren't working. Are the levels all still all right in the yeah, box? Yeah, thumbs up from there. Yeah. Um, so we're joined now by Jennifer Kirby. Hello. Hi. Did you enjoy your singing? <laughs> Loved it. Had a really nice time. Right. <laughs> um, are they your real eyes? My real eyes? Yeah. Have you got contacts in? No. Oh, wow. Are they your oh, green eyes? Are my dreamy blues? What yeah, yeah, I think they're blue or green. They look green. They're blue, must be. I'm sorry. Mm. I meant blue or same blue. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was quite startling, because I don't think I'd looked you in the eye until that point. Oh, and, uh, what's thanks happening? very much. What are you doing? Yeah, and turn my headphones up a bit more, please, Toby, because they're still sorry, off. Toby's just they're come still in to do some things. What, very, very who, who are you bothered about? Who are you bothered about the most? Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Oh, my load. I can't hear anything, so yeah, perfect. Right, now you're doing. Okay. Thank you. I don't like that things happen in secret, so I think it should always be... Addressed. So, no, yeah, I think fair, it should yeah. always be shared yeah, with the totally listener. creeps in, doesn't he? Yeah. So you are a proper creeper. Does never says a word. Do I reply? Yes. Yeah, of course you can. Of course yeah, you course. do. Of course you reply. What, do you want to reply on... Oh, oh God, right. it's coming, it's coming on. It's got well, a mic. You invite me to reply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on. Well, you've got to be quiet, haven't you? I didn't want to disturb you. No, not at all. I think what it is is I'm used to in the people that held your position before you just banging in here and shouting. <laughs> Everyone like, used to just crash through the door. But oh. what are they all... So is that, is that, very stealthy. What would you rather me do? Um, a middle line. Somewhere down the middle. Knock. No, you don't have to knock. No, definitely don't knock. No, don't, you can't but knock I, on I the think door. No, no. What has no. been the same is that, that you've all been creepers. Like everyone who's yeah. been <laughs> assistant producer, like Jacob, with the last he, one was uh, like a real Nosferatu no, no, sort of creeping, but, but not through the door. He'd hear the door crashing open, and then he'd creep. When then he he'd came creep in, around. It was very weird. Yeah. Mm. So I think I think you're all right to come in and go. Excuse me for a moment. Just got to turn the mic up. But say Mr. Bowlesworth, like do it like formal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's coming to like head teacher type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Thanks. 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 Uh, I mean, that's the first time he spoke, isn't it? But he's well, he's coming a lot, but I feel like he not he feels like he couldn't speak until we gave him permission to. But yeah. now he'd probably be popping he in did, all the time. He did very well. Yeah, he did he all did. right, didn't he? Do I give that right. off? Do I give like... No, but it's a good thing. Otherwise, everyone would just be coming in, breaking microphones and going, I just want to talk Which thing just makes you think I intimidate the staff. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I sort of half like the idea of it, mm. but the other half of me wants to be seen as approachable, but I think I want to, you know... Yeah, I want be a bit fi- austere and a bit, yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to sound terrible, but I want them to always think I could just punch them at any point. No, God, I don't do you know what I mean? So. That's a bit I, no, that I wouldn't, I do wouldn't it. believe that of you, and I'm, I think that's a nice yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't see you punching anybody. <laughs> but backhand, like, sort of like, a get, out, slap. get out of the studio. I don't that's think anyone fears that from you. Really? I think, no. I want to, I think I want to appear more powerful. Oh, okay. Is what I want. But anyway, come on, I'll do, I'll do an interview, fine. <laughs> um, so do you know what I've got stuck on on your on your uh, press release is that yeah. you were recently at the RSC. Yeah. Was that at Stratford? Stratford, London, China, New York. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Um, is that and um, again very unprofessional? Have you got contacts at the RSC still? Have I got contacts? Yeah. Uh, I know. Yeah. A say I, of people. Say I couldn't get tickets for something that was on at the moment. Yeah. That was really struggling. Oh, could, to get I might tickets. be able to. Yeah. Email. Somebody. I'll still pay for them. Yeah. 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 Like, like I, house I, seats yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 I, could, I, really, I, could do I want to say Twelfth Night with Ed Edmondson in it. Yeah, yeah. Is there, is there no tick stuff? Couldn't get them at all. 
I th- I'll, I'll uh, drop an email. Can't promise anything. No, but that's I'll, fine. I'll but I'm, I'm actually yeah. dead serious. No, no, no. Because it's really. And I know somebody me. in that one as well. I think so. I'll, I'll ask him. Okay, but I don't yeah. want comps. No, no comps. I yeah, yeah. Paid for. Comps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm very really adamant that you want to pay for them. Yeah? I'm kind of uncomfortable with it. I, I, <laughs> oh. Increasingly so. I went to see Jupiter's the other week. From yeah. Jupiter's, uh, I saw him at um, uh, what's that place called? Bromsgrove. Yes. Um, and I. I went to get tickets and there was one le- one ticket left, mm. but it was going to be two of us and it was one ticket right at the front. So I messaged Phil and just said, "Have I left this too late to get tickets?" And he went, "You don't have to pay from you, idiot." And I was like, "No, but I actually <laughs> and I'm not being a martyr. I actually want to. You're out on tour. Mm. You're, 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 it's a production. Mm. The finances and you are important. To in the, yeah, totally. yeah, yeah." I totally. understand that. So I would want to pay for them. I mean, obviously okay. they insist I'll make on that free. Yeah, they absolutely, <laughs> absolutely insist. But I'm serious. You won't, will you not forget though? I won't forget. I won't forget. Remind me before I. Go. I'll give you a commission. I'll pay you commission. <laughs> Do on you want to sling your fiver? In. Um, I love the RSC at yeah, Stratford. Yeah, like yeah, I really too. do. Yeah. Um, and it's what's the experience of playing in a place like that as an actor? Because mm. I guess that could be seen from an acting point of view as kind of a pinnacle moment. It is. It's. It's really amazing. And yeah, definitely when I first arrived there and I read so many books about it, like various autobiographies and various actors and arriving there and being like, here's your little cottage that you live in next to the theatre. And it's completely, completely surreal. But my um, my first preview, my first ever night playing there, I uh, got a bit excited, overexcited when I was performing and I, I hit my face really hard off the stage. Oh, yeah, I really I had like big. Big bruise, like imprint of the stage. Yeah, just I was just way over the over the top excited. I was yeah, going yeah. for it, and uh, there was like a choreographed sort of fall, and uh, just went for it. And yeah, I'm just going to do it. Stars, I'm just going to go it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just feeling it. Yeah, and I. Uh, there might be reviewers in. I'm going to fall in real life, <laughs> and I've replaced the uh, blanks with real bullets. Yeah. <laughs> I just really want this to yeah. be authentic. You can make it yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Um, no, I get really excited. I do a lot of writing at Stratford. I, I since mm. going to sit out. You know the metal tables outside the theatre. Yeah, yeah. And also out on the on the Avon mm. there as well. Oh, it's a beautiful in place the summer, in the just, summer. I just, yeah, it's I go down with my computer and I just do my writing there. Yeah. Just, uh, quite happily. So it's peaceful. Something quite inspiring about it. When I was, I would have been sixteen or seventeen. We went on a school trip to the RSC, mm. and they did a school tour where you could go on the stage. That was part of the tour. And I, I did, I, do you know what I did? I, did uh, I sang Sweet Transvestite all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended I was performing it. Good for it. you. And the, the curtain was down as well. Like The safety curtain was down yeah. as well. Just went for it. Just did it. Just so I could say I performed at the RSC. Well seat. done. Yeah. Um, Taking your opportunities. So it is. So I wondered about that. I wondered mm. as an actor. Because I, I trained as an actor, but I never went... I never took that path mm. of doing mm. kind of classical stuff. I did a bit of Chekhov and things like that, but never anything to go towards Shakespeare and that sort of thing. And um, and I never, I don't think I ever had the booming voice, or I never had the diction for it. Despite training, I, I just couldn't uh, align myself with a Shakespearean actor in any way. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people feel that way, though. I, feel, I think a lot of people feel like it's not for them. I think before I started at the RSC, I felt like, oh, you have to be like really, really clever, and you have to understand right, okay. everything. You know, you need to know mm. all the historical whatever. And then you just realise actually. And one of the great things about the RSC is that there's not that pressure, is that you kind of find it together and yeah, as part yeah. of the company. And it doesn't matter if you're like, I don't know what this means, because you'll figure it out along the way. 
But is there an audience perception of that? Is there, or is there an issue, a potential issue with the RSC where there's an audience? I think it with the national theatre as well, sometimes as well, where there is a presumption on the part of the public that mm. it's something that wouldn't be for them. So there is a until they've actually gone through the door and seen like yeah, totally. I think uh, yeah, that's very much the case. I think that's a, that's a real shame because I think Shakespeare or you know whatever really is is for everyone and yeah. it c- can be accessible to everybody. It's yeah. just yeah, is there's still that feeling of like oh, it's not really meant for me. It's meant for like clever older people or whatever but hopefully when and if they go they don't feel that way especially the RSC the more recent stuff of the RSC yeah yeah and also I guess there's a like mm. with Aid Edmondson doing mm. Twelfth Night yeah, at the moment and Stephen Fry's played the same played my volley as well in Twelfth mm. Night um, I, and the fact that I can't get tickets for it now is, is sort of like <laughs> that's quite a good thing sometimes people frown sign. on that don't they that if someone going into there who's not mm. a, a classically trained actor but then I think Edith. people forget that a lot of <laughs> a lot of these people that come in and do parts they, they've been actors for a long time yeah, yeah, just because yeah. you've seen them on you know whatever TV show doesn't yeah. mean that they haven't been on stage performing for years and years and years you just yeah. haven't seen them so it's not like they're sort of bringing in a star for a star's sake they're, yeah that's totally true mm. and Edmondson's got acting chops yeah, you know, yeah, big he's, time, he's, yeah he's got plenty of experience with that and it's uh, I find it an interesting thing mm. uh, we were going to be talking about um, called The Midwife which <laughs> sure. I've never seen okay never seen it once and I know Huge and then Miranda, who's Miranda, not in it anymore, no. is she? Um, and we said about Helen. George? Oh yeah, I did. I did something with Helen George yeah, recently, but I never met her. Oh right, okay. Oh. We were in the same scene, but we never met. Oh, what? We, we what filmed are you it on Red Dwarf. We Red filmed Dwarf. it on different days. Mm. So we were in the same room on the screen, <laughs> but I'd filmed mine, I think, on the Tuesday. I think she'd filmed on Wednesday or Thursday. So we were never actually never in the same met. room. She's still in Call the Midwife, isn't she? She is. Yeah. And is Charlotte? Yeah, she's she, still yeah, in. Yeah, she's yeah. in it. Is that is that what you brought Jennifer in so you can? Just get an update on who's just still like, You brought up about Miranda. You started Probably it. Google that, couldn't you? Well, you started it. No, so I'm, saying, I'm saying where my knowledge of the show right. begins and ends yes, okay. <laughs> with Miranda is that I know some people are in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but are you new to the cast? Are you, are you... I was new last series. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I sort of joined the series uh, midway through, and I uh, it was kind of a surprise that my character became a midwife. So I had to keep okay. dumb about it for a long time. So this is the first year that I've actually, before the series is out, been able to talk about it a so little bit. So you, you NDA'd on it, so you couldn't actually... Yeah, well, it was just sort of like, it, yeah, it, they just didn't want to spoil it for anybody, yeah, basically. Yeah, so we didn't, didn't put it on any social media or anything until it, mm. until it happened. So. What was the turnaround between filming and it being broadcast? So we filmed for six months from sort of May to the end of October. Okay. Um, and then there's obviously the Christmas special and then late January the series airs. So it's okay, quite so quick. Okay, so it wasn't too bad in yeah. terms of keeping something secret. Yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a, a really, really long time where I couldn't tell Did anyone. Did it still gnaw away at you? Oh, yeah, I wanted to tell everyone, yeah. Oh, I felt very smug. I, I, had, I to... had two years of... I'm not going to bang on about Red Dwarf, but I, <laughs> I, I had two years... Two years? ...where I couldn't even anything. say I what, was in it. What, from filming it to when it aired? Yeah, yeah, because I work on it anyway. Mm. I do the warm-up on it. Yeah. Um, and then Doug wrote me a part in it. Yeah. And I had two years where I couldn't even say I was in it. What, what happens if you do accidentally? I think they shoot you, I Do think. they shoot you? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what yeah, they shoot said you to you as well? You say anyone. It wasn't as explicit as no, that. But did, they say, did they say about taking your children? Because <laughs> that's what they said to me. I've not, <laughs> like, I've not even got kids, but they were no, like no, shouting, no, like, we'll, we'll take your kids. I'm like, I've not kids, got kids, yeah. but we'll take your eyes. Is that why when you came in, you said, are they your real eyes? Yeah, yeah. They were snatched out. Right, I see. That makes sense now. What I thought was, I thought you'd work for Baby Cow at some point, and I thought that they'd said to you, we will take your eyes if you say that you're in the show. And I'd made the film. 
Yeah, but then they'd give them brilliant ones. Like, yeah. Look at these, they're extra sparkly. Extra <laughs> <laughs> twinkly. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that really took me off guard when I looked into your eyes. Like, it oh, really did. I don't mean that. That, sound, that does sound weird, it doesn't is it? Sound, the that whole sounds thing. really it's creepy. Very, it, it's very uh, flattering. Thank you. I don't mean it creepy. I no, really don't. I, don't, no, I, I didn't take think it's it creepy. Even when I heard the words back, I went, oh, don't say that to a stranger. It's the sort of thing that an old man would say to you in a Starbucks, isn't it? What would you have said, though, lovely eyes. if Jennifer had said, no, they're not my real I eyes? I never said they were lovely at any point. <laughs> 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 it's just established. I never said they're lovely. Oh, I, I, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was wondering what your response would be if she said, say, no, they're not my real eyes. Where, where are you going Then that, that would have been the interview. What, like contact? That would have been the oh. whole interview. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that mm. would, have, yeah, would have been. I'm, I'm interested in that. Okay. And now I can't wear contact. I've got two sensitive eyes. Mm. My mine water all the time and stuff, so I couldn't, I could not put contacts in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, now I feel That's like you're. I'm yeah protesting too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no. I, I nearly quoted Shakespeare then, and then I would have felt like a real one. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. Now it seems like you're now making it absolutely crystal clear because you well, think we'll never know, because you feel we? like we're onto you. <laughs> So now you, now you're, you're hunting me you're down, acting. you're chasing me down. Yeah, you're doing all your acting. You're doing, <laughs> you've come in here and, and you're doing acting at me Yeah. <laughs> to make me now unsure whether you're realised or not. I mean, it doesn't matter. Please no. don't feel embarrassed if they're not realised. They, they, they are. I, I really promise. And now I feel like I am sounding like I'm mm. protesting what? too much. It's, it's terrible. What I'm saying, Jennifer, is, yeah. is I don't, I'm not saying you're doing this, yeah. but I don't understand why someone would lie about their eyes <laughs> if if they are just contact lenses. Well, all I'm saying to you is it's, it's a safe space. I understand. And if, if you feel like you don't want to be a liar, yeah. if you are indeed <laughs> telling a lie, which I don't... I believe you that you're telling mm. the truth. But if you are telling a lie, I don't want you to feel like you have to carry on that lie because there's nothing worse than lying and mm-hmm. being caught in a lie. Right, so, right, right. So if it's a lie, please stop with all this. This is quite just tell the, the truth. <laughs> this is be like honest. a monologue. Yeah. This could be RSC audition. I could write, apply for the RSC and this yeah. is part of it. about the eyes. Just the two under. When are you at, are you working at the, moment, at the moment in terms of actual filming something? No, no, we've finished oh. filming at the moment. If okay. I, I'll write a two under, right? Which is basically it's a two hour play, right? Oh, yeah. With no interval, <laughs> <laughs> and it's basically you and I. It yeah. doesn't establish in the play what our relationship is to each other. Mm. Like we could even be like brother and sisters. It's like one you, of those ones where you just have to kind of work it out as you yeah, go along. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. It's yeah, it's Vladimir and Estrogen. You don't know what the actual yeah, link is yeah. to. Him. Um, but it's you and I. And it's sort of, there's a lot of silence at the beginning where the audience sure, is sort sure. of trying to get used to what... Like what, pouring cups of tea and like slow oh, sort that's of good. Pinterest. Yeah, that's that's nice. good. Like, yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking of it as pinter pauses, but you're right. It, it could is be that like kind that. of like a bit tense? Do you know what I'd like? What would mm. be good is if we're on stage when the audience arrive, mm. we're already on there. And um, I don't want to go stupid stylized, mm. but I want it to begin with either you or I, either of us, just going... <clears throat> Like that, and like then there's it. maybe about a forty-minute pause Ooh, after I that. Like it. Forty yeah, minutes, yeah. yeah, just to make people really <laughs> yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Do you think maybe it could be cut down from two hours if you reduced it to like a twenty-minute pause? So what? Forty minutes. You want a full two-hour running time, do you? Definitely with a forty-minute pause. After forty minutes, yeah, this is what happens. Yeah. And we've done a little bit of business on stage. I, I like the tea making thing. I think yeah, that's good. Yeah. But I think you should make the tea. Okay. And then nobody drinks. Nobody it. drinks it. Just sits there. Yeah. Nice. So the audience are thinking, nice. is it for someone else? Is it? Is is somebody else arriving? Maybe there should be two of us, but three mugs. That's that's very good. That's, that's really that's good. Mischievous uh-huh. Father, isn't it? That's the boots yeah, yeah. and the tours yeah, on yeah. the stage. So yeah, that's good. We're writing this together. So I mean, we're collaborating. Running out, we're this. running out of show, but let's get this but, written. Yeah, let's no, 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 write it's it good, fast. It's good. I feel like we're onto something. Yeah, yeah. And, and forty minutes, I say, are they real? <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah. And the audience yeah. are like, are what, what? <laughs> are, are what real? And at that mm. point, you sort of, you, you, you do what you've done in there today. 
right? You look annoyed. <laughs> Did I look no. annoyed? No, you didn't. I did not look, you look annoyed. You look annoyed. You look, you look like, you're like, oh, this again. That's what you're giving off. Like you've said it many yeah. times before. Yeah, but the audience still don't know what it is. Yeah. You sort of look to the heavens and stuff. God. What's going to be brilliant yeah. when you do that? Mm. I'm aware this is your interview and it's mainly me talking. That's right. But when you do that, you're going to look up into, and we'll have a, a relatively like reflective light so that the sure. audience then go. They really catch, really catch Holy them. Holy shit, look yeah. at those eyes. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and, and in the play, mm-hmm. am I wearing uh, contacts? Like, very bright coloured contacts? It depends if you are now. I'm not now. No, well, you if, don't Well, if them. you're not now, mm. then that is perfect. Oh, okay. But okay? I think when the light shines, the answer will be clear, or the question will be like, are they real? They will, of course, know immediately. Mm. With no words, even, still, that you're talking about the eyes. Mm. I don't have want another... Jennifer to have no lines in this. Oh, you, but what are you going to say? Like a yes. waste. What are you I feel like say? I yes. can make it quite poignant, though. By saying nothing. Or maybe saying one thing. What What would you think you would say? What, the maybe whole play? you could ask a question maybe the whole play. to Ian. What would that be? Oh, no, that's it? not. That's not where this Let's is going. Not, it's not for you today because Jennifer's and thinking about this. It's not for this. you either. Me and Jennifer are writing this together. What's she Sorry, Jennifer. I just can't. I um. What would I say? I'd have to say something. I think a bit a bit vague. It couldn't be. Uh, are they Are they real? Yes. Yes. It yeah. can't be that. End no, of play. No. <sighs> this is tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. But do you not feel like it's a good idea? I mean, it's an idea. It's, my, I don't know if just, it's, that, it's fully developed that wasn't as of yet. Actually, my question, my question was, do you think it? I know it's it is an idea. I'm, I'm aware it's it? an idea, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm also aware that I've got. You've run out of time. I've got thirty-five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> so no pressure now, Jennifer. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. And call the midwife on Christmas Day, by the Christmas way. Day. It is big um, show, biggest show, Christmas Day. And thank you for coming in. Do appreciate it. You're very welcome. But is it a good? Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? That's it's a good idea. No, but is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it a good idea or not? Yes. Has it got legs? Oh, it's got, yeah, legs, arms, the whole So if, thing. I, go, if I go away and write this, yeah. you're already on board. I'll consider it. Oh, that's a bombshell. That is a bombshell. It's okay. Get, get out of my studio. <laughs> <laughs> you come in here and, and lead me along <laughs> on this acting fantasy. No, I'm just helping you collaborate, you know, just like... She's going to be doing something good, isn't she? And, and unavailable. <laughs> Thanks, thank you for coming in. I'm so sorry that I got rushed then. Well, I'll, pl- I'll plug this again in the next show. Do. Okay, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, go, go now. Do some writing! If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.